following program contains explicit language and subject matter and is intended for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Hello? It has to start sometime. What better place than here? What better time than now? back it's uh gorilla radio the zero fucks podcast and we're about to get into the december version of the christmas special maybe i don't know we might do another one who knows but i've got a special guest host and uh this is going to be interesting because there's going to be stories galore and plenty of laughs and weird shit guaranteed weird shit now, if you haven't worked out who it is, this might give you a bit of a reminder. Can you feel that? You better hold on. This one's about to get bumpy. Guess who it is? Who? It's Neil! Fuck! He's back. Where is he? He owes me money. He's back, baby. How are you, Peter? Yeah, not bad, mate. Yourself? It's been fucking too long. It's been a while. It's been a busy man. You've been, um, I said sabbatical. Sabbatical. I don't know what that is. (laughs) Is that a holiday? You know what? Sabbatical sounds like what they say when someone finally fucking cracks and they have to send them on mental health break. No, it wasn't that. No. But it sounds sabbatical sounded cool. It, it sort of sounds like what a professor gets when he throws chalk at a student, but he's got tenure, so it's hard to fire him. Yeah, that's true. Actually, speaking of that, you've totally caught me off guard, but did you see the woman teacher laying into the fucking kids, slapping him and punching him? No, but I mean, I've seen enough videos of that. Yeah, that just freaked out. And she just fucking chop him. And he was in one of those desks that you can't get out of, <laughs> and she's like, slap, slap the, the black off him, yeah. Some kids need a slapping. Yeah, they probably do. They had a good bashing. Smack them straight. So welcome back, dude. Thank you. I've been uh, I've been around. Moving. Travelling the country with a handkerchief on a stick, jumping on the back of boxcars. Yeah. Singing songs for sponge baths and quarters. I actually thought you were travelling in the um, mystery machine. Yeah. Hanging, hanging out with a dog. I did end up in the back of a van, but it was a different story. Oh, okay. Is that... Is that we can tell that story at some stage. Oh, I can't remember it. <laughs> Do you know there's a funny story we're going to have to tell at some stage? Yeah. That I recently I had a, a, a friend send me an email about they're listening to or a message they were listening to. Yeah. And they said, oh, I think the one – I said, which episode? And she said, oh, the one about wheeze and poos. Isn't and that I, all of them? And I went, Narrow oh, it down. there's always a bit of dick humour. But I didn't know about the wheeze and poos. So then I had to backtrack and listen and go, oh, because I, all I thought was we've actually got two really good poo stories <laughs> for somewhere down the track where that comes out. So, Yeah, I don't think we ever ended up telling them. No, we talked about it and never got there. Yeah, that was 
So what's been happening? Oh, no. Hit me up with something. Just, Give me just, something. Just doing that adult life. Bit of shopping. Bit of where at? Bit of Audi shopping. I fucking love Audi. Audi's products are like a good seven out of ten, but its people are fucking an eleven. Every time I go to Audi, and there's a person in the store, that other person's a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Which makes me think I'm probably a weirdo because like, everyone shopping at Audi's just fucked. Like, so, so I mean, do you think I, Audi's like our getting like our like America's Walmart. Uh yeah. It's is it? But see, Walmart's full of fat, gross people. Audi's full of people that just fucking shouldn't be in society. It's just just. I should be offended by that, but I'm not. I'm not either. (laughs) I once saw an old lady buy a whole case of corn. Oh, that's right. I saw a bloke buy two fucking full case. And when I say a case, I mean twenty four cans. Yeah. I I saw a guy buy two cases of dog food. Yeah. I don't know how many dogs he had, but I saw. Oh, how poor he was. Wow, Some people eat that. Could have been a sex thing. He's going to fill a bathtub yes. with it. <laughs> Just fuck it. <laughs> then he was going to feed it to his dog. Yeah. I saw, I saw, like I went, I went Audi shopping a couple of days ago. Yeah. I mean, I can't confirm that I saw a serial killer, but if you were to ask me if I think I've ever seen a serial killer, it was this guy. Get the fuck out. He was creepy. So I went in and. He was he was a bit in front of me, you know. He sort of go down the end of the ho- one aisle and come back and do the zigzag. Yeah, and he looked real militant, but he was wearing like a shirt for like a company that sold like batteries or, you know, like a work cuffs. shirt. Yeah, like a work shirt. But his pants were like those cargo pants, and he had boots, and he had his pants tucked into his boots. No, and he, he was you know that type. Of, like when I walked out, he was taking a photo of a tree, and it was a very unspectacular tree. It wasn't like ah, oh, it's aged and oaky. It was like this tree's just got here. So what the fuck? And he was a bit ahead of me. And there was another bird in the shop, and she was in her gym clothes. And she was she was you know a sort. She was, <laughs> Had she actually been to the gym, or is she just wearing leisure wear? Well, who knows? Did 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 it matter? It didn't because she she was you know cracking tidy. Yeah, very very toit toit toit. Not like most people who wear gym wear, who shouldn't. Um, yes. So he's a bit ahead of me. Real militant. He had one of those moustaches that's like the pencil over the lip moustache. What? It's like a fucking an old school comedian sort of looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but he had one of those. He was bald. He looked like the guy that got rejected from the military and didn't take it well. And just like lived the rest of his life just on edge trying to become a security guard with a gun. (laughs) Fail police. Yeah, real intense. Anyway. So I'm in the middle section. You know, in the middle of in the middle of Audi, it's not uh, groceries. It's just whatever the fuck they're flogging that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're lower. And benches. whatever's left they're off. Not, they're not high aisles the size of your head. Yeah. They're like m- tables in the middle. And I see this, you know, attractive young lady. And then I see him, and he's fucking staring. Like there's three types of looking at her. At her, like staring. Like there's three. There's three. There's there's looking. Yeah. There's staring. And there's contemplating a crime. Like he's he looking was, through the back of a skull. He was fucking like just intense. Like she didn't know he was looking. She's like browsing fucking corn chips or yeah. sauce of some description. He Christmas is shit. Absolutely staring through her. As in like 
he's if if he had laser beams come from her eyes, oh. he would melt her head. And he's just and like what a single bead of sweat trickles down his head. Is he looking at her? Oh, he's derriere. He's, he's looking at her like he's going to put her in a sack and run away. Like he's he's looking at her like he's contemplating how to steal her out of the building. Fuck! I wish I was there because I love looking and at I've people. And I've sort of looked over at him, thought, "What the fuck?" Someone's staring at someone so intensely. I started staring at him. Throw, I, me, throw me an age. How old's he? 45. How old's she? 23. Fuck, okay. So, so there's a dirty old man factor. Yeah, and he's sort of like, and he's not standing out in the open. He's sort of hiding behind like a box of garden hoses or some <laughs> shit. And he's like, just sort of, I'm like, all right, this guy's weird. Is he making, please tell me he's making noises. He's talking to himself. But no, he looks like he's stopping himself from raping. Like it's this what level intense. Fuck. And I'm just sort of pushing me cart and, and I look over at him. And I think, oh, you got the trolley? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm Audi, mate. I'm not there to fuck around. Yeah, okay. So okay. I'm pushing me cart. I'm looking at him, looking at her. And then, then like the weirdest thing. He went from looking at her to looking at me. But he didn't look at me like I had caught him looking at her. He just looked at me, slow turn, oh. like you're next. Fuck off. This real like now I stare at you. Did you, did you instantly get <laughs> like, like I a... had entered his fantasy. Oh. He's gone from her like, oh, fuck, I'm looking at that little toddy tot. Oh, Bisexual threesome happening. I'm like, oh, no, but I'm from fucking Gangstown, mate, so I don't break the stare. Yeah. I nice. Don't, I don't. I don't fucking play that game, mate. This is prison rules. You stare at me, I stare at you. But my stare's sort of like a the fuck you staring at, cuz. And his stare's more like. And he's a fuck. <laughs> he's got this Hannibal stare, and another bead of sweat trickles down his head, and he's like, oh, I'd eat his fucking liver with some candy, and oh, and then so I'm just sort of looking at him, and then eventually, like his eye twitches or something. Don't and he, tell me. He's, he's, his erection fades enough, that, and he just sort of turns and walks away. And I'm like, oh, That's fuck, man. fucking awesome. And she, she, this woman the whole time is oblivious, still looking at like fucking, you know, diced tomatoes and yeah. fucking salsa. He's walked off. I've continued with my shopping, made a few purchases, purchased some waffles, vanilla bean ice cream and chocolate topping. Ooh. That doesn't sound gay. <laughs> Bit of banana on top of that. Um, <laughs> you know, a few, few frozen And that's just on, on top of you in, on, in the bath. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. Floating around as I take <laughs> bites of it, trying to schwack it around with me floating with my donk. I've started taking baths also. Nice. So just, you know... Ladies. Taking the bath doesn't make you gay. No, it. You know what it does make you? A gay. Fucking relaxed. Yeah, man. Bath salts. Oh. Fuck yeah. Have a bit of a wank. Try and avoid the spudge just <laughs> floating around the top, like the scum you need to skim from soup. Um. Anyway, so <laughs> I've I've finished my purchasing. I've I've collected all the items I need to get through the week. Yeah. And I approach the, the said tills, the counters, the counters tills, yeah. the yeah. conveyor belt thing. Check out Chick. And there's two. One's got four people on it and one's got two people on it. Go the two. You would. Except did they Except. have a whole heap of shit? Oh, no, Creepy Man. Creepy Man was on the short line and I'm just like, nah, not fucking doing that. And yeah. and so I, I, I went through the 
the long line. See, I would I would have put behind him just to see what no, he had. He was gonna eat me. He no, what he would have done, he would have said, oh, taken the outside and said, Oh, can you just smell this? Does this smell like chloroform? <laughs> and then you would have woken up handcuffed to her. I just don't want to see the items he's buying. I feel like there was like a cucumber, duct yeah. tape, yeah. gloves. Oh yeah, you would have woken up out of your slumber, handcuffed to her. Dove hand soap. In a cage. In, his, in the bottom of his house. Yeah, no, I would have never seen the sunlight again. And, and he'd be standing there wearing an adult diaper and pissing in his pants and eating raspberries and saying, fucker, fucker, yeah. fucker, and he's fucker. Wearing, he's wearing a blonde wig and he's holding a big lollipop. <laughs> yes, yes, my children. Yeah. Oh, no. Fucker, fucker, <laughs> fucker, fucker, fucker. Say my name. She's Say my name. She's crying. She's going, my way. Shut up. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get erect because otherwise he's like, I would wear you like a suit. <laughs> I can't get it up, mate. Oh, you would become my suit. <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry, bald man with weird moustache. Never, I'll never go to Audi again if you let me go. I won't tell anyone. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> back there. I can, see, I can just see him there tucking his dick between his legs going, you want to fuck? He's doing something weird like you drink, fuck? drinking straight from a carton of almond milk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't even get me started. <laughs> almond milk is not milk. He's just drinking from a carton of almond milk and rubbing his nipples. Yeah. We know that it's nut water. It's not almond milk. <laughs> and that's why he's drinking it. Nut milk. Yeah, yeah. nut water. Uh, yeah, so so that, was, that was my experience at Audi. I don't have anything that you good. No. Nah. Audi's full of the greatest people. I go there all the time. To ever walk the earth. I was there today. Yeah. And I can tell you that the only thing, and it was funny because I bought shit to cook us dinner. And then went, oh, it's fucking too hot to cook. But um, there was a few things that I had missed. And there was a woman in there with two horrible fucking kids. Two horrible kids. All children are horrible. And the little one's name was Dakota because she said it that many fucking times. I would have kicked this kid's ass from here out the fucking door. What were they doing? Everything that she told them not to do. And she would be on one side of the trolley unloading stuff and they'd be hanging around the front of the counter trying to put stuff in the trolley. Dakota, I told you not to. Dakota, Dakota. And I'm like, kick the little cunt. Who names a child out of for, for a state that's not even in your own country? Carl Anything. Williams. Carl Williams. That's a, that's And that's where I go with, with Dakota. That's Dakota. You should have named a Wagga Wagga or Taree. No, Dakota. Dakota Fanning. Is that a human? Yeah. She's um No idea. Singer, yeah, yeah, songwriter. You do, do it. No, no, Matilda. she's she was in the Actually this is interesting. She was in the whole vampire fucking Twilight things. Yeah. But she that's not where she made a name. Yeah. No. She's got a younger sister, Elle yeah. Fanning, too. Elle Fanning. Yeah. She like was in Spanish for the She's the blonde in uh eight millimeter not eight millimeter. The Steven Spielberg one with the, um, where the kids discover the alien that that's in the town. No idea. Where they're making their own movie and they film the train crash, and the alien escapes from the train. I have no idea what you're talking about. Fuck. No idea. But um, that's Elf Annie. Yeah, horrible children in supermarkets. It's just I fuck, I can't stand it, and I just think that. And, and the only reason, and I'm old school, right? So I grew up in a different era. Yeah. But my parents would have fair kicked me up the ass. I, the worst one. In front I, of everyone. The worst one I saw is if you be nice, you'll get something. 
What the fuck? Yeah. You be nice and you know what you get? To go home. Yeah. <laughs> Your something is not punishment. But yeah, I don't understand it. I don't... I don't do I. It's like there's bribery and there's bribery. Yeah. Um, oh, they're getting a haircut. But... Super 8. Super 8. No idea. You haven't seen Super 8? I have not. Steven Spielberg. I don't mind a bit of Spielberg. Just somewhere while we're on movies... Um, Give me a quick brief on The Irishman, Martin Scorsese, oh. and not three and a half hours, things. Yeah, fuck. That one and a half hour movie in three and a half hours. Yeah. It's just, the, the thing that got me was the character of, uh, what's his face? Uh, Robert De Niro. Yeah. One, they're going, this, they're going, this is him when he was 30. But he's still walking around like an old man. Like, his face looks younger. By the way, they reverse-aged him and he still look fucking old because yeah. his Robert De Niro's never looked young. But he's still got the slouch of an old man and the gestures and the mannerisms. It's like, okay, he, he looks young, technically. But he doesn't. Because he's walking around. Like, if you're 30 and you're walking around like that, you have polio. Like, you're not, you're not, not healthy for a 30-year-old. The other thing is... They claim he's an Irishman. It's Robert fucking De Niro. Yeah. No, he's not. He's like the archetypical fucking it, Italian-American. And then like halfway through, I'm going, why is this movie called The Irishman? And then Joe Pesci's like, where'd you learn Italian? He's like, where, what do you, in Italy, he's fucking Italian. Yeah. And there's like, where'd an Irish person like you learn Italian? It's like, that's, you're Irish? Yeah. That's your Irish. It made no sense. But it just... It it's just carried on and on and on and on and on about fuck all. I, th- I think you, I think you nailed it when you mentioned the um, um, couple of things: the length of it, the aging process, mm. and it's like just bringing the Scorsese package of actors. Unpack that. Yeah, someone, cu- someone clicked premium on his website and was like, "Yeah, well, you'll get Joe Pesci." Yeah. They did skimp on certain things. They got Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro, but they also like, you know, we'll save on the side characters. We'll get Ray Romano. Yeah. Can we find another wog? <laughs> Deborah. Is there another wog Deborah, around? Deborah, I'm suing them. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and you know full well that he's not getting what they're getting in the no. pay packet. No, he's not. It's like, oh, Romano, how many um, movies have you made? Um, one. He's been in a few. Has he? I think. Nothing good. I actually like his comedy. I don't think I've ever seen his comedy. It's not bad. It's not bad. As far as stand-ups go, it's not bad. I've seen him sitting around talking with other comics in like Paul Provenza's green room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, his comedy's not bad. But it's not... And, and what it's interesting, it's something different. It's not Seinfeld. Yeah. See, I always thought of him as the Italian Seinfeld. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. But... No, I'm not, not a fan of Ray Romano. His bits aren't bad, but they're not. There's too many good comedians around now. You're too much sport yeah. for choice, man. <laughs> um, I'm just finding bits on Big Jay Okerson, which are... Oh, yeah, he's fantastic. He's putting things up on, on Instagram, and, it's, and it's, it's crowd work. He's probably one of the best I've seen with crowd work. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's what you see from him. It's yeah, just, he's good. Yeah. The other one I like with crowd work is... Oh, fuck, I never remember his name. The Ginger Scotsman. I have no idea who you'd... What? The, the Ginger, ginger Scotsman. Scotsman. Yeah. That's all Scottish people. No, he's... He's um, a ginger and he's Scottish. Oh, yeah, narrow it down. He's um he's a ginger that I like. 
a ginger that you... I don't know. But, yeah. Um, yeah. The, uh, going back, the Irishman was just... Yeah. Yeah, it's not... <laughs> No. When you when you see Scorsese's made a three hour movie with Joe Pesci and fucking Robert De Niro as the main characters, you go, "Here's another instant classic." Yeah, you don't go, "What the fuck was that about?" Yeah, and it was such an like it had um, oh, what was his name, the the leader of the union and Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, Jimmy Al Hoffa. Al Pacino. Like it had such an interesting period of like American mafia and 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 politics, and it was boring as fuck. Yeah, and. For Jimmy Hoffa too, right? Because Jack Nicholson did a movie called Hoffa. Oh, did he? Where they put like um, cosmetic shit on his face to make him look like Hoffa. Yeah. Um, but it's a bit like, what's the Australian equivalent? Um, Kevin Rudd. No, no, no. When someone like in Australian history has gone missing. Oh, um not no, nah, not, not the prime minister. <laughs> Fucking um, what was his name? Paul Hogan, Hulk Hogan. Is his name Hogan? No, Paul Hogan's still around. Well, who went? Is, wasn't he the prime minister? No, Paul Hogan's comedian. Was he Croc Dundee? Yeah, I think most of the world thinks he was probably our prime minister. No, no, Fuck no, he should have been. The, um, no, but it's like everyone knows or hears a story. But no one really talks about it. So for Australia, in, particularly in the criminal history, is uh, the fucking alleged gunman called himself Renekill, Chris Flannery. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, Mr. Renekill. Yeah, yeah. So everyone has a different version of the story. Yeah. But nobody's ever been found, and he's disappeared. Was he, was he the bloke that used to take him out of, out of, out the heads and tie him or fucking chain? Uh, no, Nettie Smith used to do that. But that's where Flannery supposedly is. Out past the heads attached to a car motor. Yeah, and just dropped. It's but he was already killed of, on the there's way. There's probably a whole bunch of skeletons fucking floating around there. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. And that's that's and Jimmy Hoffa's story is along those lines because nobody's ever been found and he just went missing and he was went he was standing alongside like a car park at a cafe. Yeah. And then he disappeared and he was never seen. So everyone's got a theory about it. Everyone's got but no one actually there's no one ever involved that's ever come forward. Yeah. So what you see in that adaptation in The Irishman is whoever writes Martin Scorsese's script, whether he wrote it, Yeah. that's their opinion on it. Yeah, that it just... So it's like, you know... It's not history, it's just, just uh, it's an idea. Yeah, it, like uh, Tarantino's doing it with... Um, what was his fucking spin on Hitler's death? Oh, that he went to Argentina? No, no, no. The um, Inglorious Bastards, where Hitler no. was inside the cinema and they yeah. shoot the joint up and blow it up. And that was his spin on that. In the latest one, um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, there's another spin that he puts, which is purely fictional. So there's so much of the story that's true. And then, and then, and then they just have fun with it. Yeah. Alternative history. So has Scorsese done that? Yeah, possibly. Aspion, would you be if, like, you know, things like Jimmy Hoffa and and uh, you know those mass, those disappearances of these huge figures? And what if he just like went for a walk and fell in a bin and you found him? You know, he just fell in a bin and then someone took the bin out and he just went to the like like it wasn't a fascinating death. Yes, yeah, because Every, yeah. everyone's like the mafia got him. Like, what if he just like fell in a hole? 
had a heart attack and died. And he just he got run he got run over by a steamroller and went flat, and then they just put some dirt on top of him. Yeah, yeah. What if he just got on a bus and went somewhere else? Yeah, that unflattering sort of end to the story. The the one thing that Scorsese does, and I'm not entirely sure if other depictions do it, so I'd have to really go back and have a look. But the one thing that Scorsese does is goes, this guy's as dirty as fuck. Yeah. Like he was a union leader of the Teamsters, right? But he was as dirty as fuck. And I'm not sure that the other movies has depicted that. Scorsese doesn't give a fuck. The thing I like about that, uh, that sort of error in crime, everyone got a piece. Now you look at crime as it's, it's this thing where it's like take from this cunt and no one gets anything. Back then it's like everyone got a piece. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, yeah, they're going, the unions were corrupt. Yeah, but it, but all the workers benefited from their corruption. They all got the jobs. Yeah. They all got the pay rises. It kept it kept the, the industry in line. Even shit like if you're saying it where he's pinching from his work and he's selling it to the mafia, you know, no one lost. Yeah, yeah. Everyone got yeah. everyone got a piece. They're like, "Oh, you're stealing from it." It's like, "Yeah, but you're still making money." He made a bit of money. Yeah. The mar- like everyone got a bit. It was it was a friend. Everyone got a bit of the crime. Everyone got a bit of the proceeds. Yeah. Now crime's just like a crackhead stole me kids fucking push bike. Yeah. No one won. Yeah. No one's winning. You know. And and even even back then, drugs were a big thing. Like it. Oh, heroin. Yeah. Massive. Yeah. So it wasn't like it was. Everyone was still making money, but. TVs were harder to steal back then, though. <laughs> you want to buy this TV? No, why? Because you're the only fucking person with one. Everyone knows that's that guy's TV. Yeah. Cars as well. See, now, like, in a consumer society, everyone's got an everything. If I were to pinch a TV, you wouldn't be able to get out. Fucking... Whose TV was that? Yeah. Back in the day. Like, there's fucking four people with TVs. And it used to take... If it- I'm selling a stolen TV and the other three people have a TV... Yeah. It's the fourth person's TV. Be like the first person to ever steal a car. The cops finally pull him over and they go, well, And they said, stop. How did, you know, how did you know it was stolen? Because it's the only car. And we've been running alongside you for the last four kilometres. <laughs> We're just waiting for you to run there's, out of petrol. There's, there's one car and you don't own it. And it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Damn, you got me there. Yeah. Like crime was hard, you know, petty crime was harder back then. But there used to be, and I was talking to a friend about this recently, as her family members... Um, were involved in less than moral activities or... Yeah, yeah. They were involved in some, some good stuff that went down in New South Wales in the 70s and 80s. Ooh, that's it. That was a good, good time for crime. Mm. And it was... It's quite ironic because it wasn't just a stepfather, it was a father and they knew each other. Yeah. And the mum... Her mum sort of... Mum had a type. Mum went along with it. But there was a code... Yeah. ...where if you got done, you knew to keep your mouth shut. But it, it went beyond that as well. Often it was, it was like, don't involve the family. Yeah. Don't don't bring it around their family or friends or the street or... Yeah. Well, obviously, you know, it's not like it was always obeyed, but... But if someone yeah. went inside... The other party that didn't get put in would look after that family. Yeah. And be, don't worry, we've got everything sorted for you. Don't. He's only going to get five years or six years or whatever it is. In that time, it'll be good. And he would walk out, kept his mouth shut, done his brief. Got stabbed with a toothbrush once or twice. Quite, quite possibly, yeah. Yeah. And then um, he would then 
go on parole, have to report to a parole officer and then just slide into another facet of another business similar. Yeah. Yeah. And it yeah. was and that was the way it was. But they people didn't give each other up. Now See, but then you put yourself in that position and I'm not a criminal. But if I was to go to prison and they're like, you know, tell us who's doing the crimes and, and we'll lessen the times, I'd be like, Who you want? <laughs> Who do you want? Even if they're not doing crime, I will fucking say they are. But that's the other thing nan, too. Nan, nan, meth empire. Yeah. But then Fuck the it. other thing is that you get found out being a dog, you've got to go in protective custody. Yeah, it's a whole... And then, then they know. Yeah. I mean, the big thing there is don't do crime. Yeah. But if you do, give everyone up. <laughs> that's my... I'm not a criminal, so my code of ethics are different. Dob. Be a dibba-dobber. I would never dob. But I, I'm, I'm now... Well, don't be a, a liar, liar, pants on fire. Just be a dibba-dobber. In an age where I would not go inside. See, my, my biggest fear in life... Go to jail? Not just going to jail... Getting fucked in jail. No, not that. Yeah. You go to jail, you get thrown into your cell and then your cellmate uses words that only children use. I talks like a baby. You go, mate, I heard you're a dibba-dubba. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're going to suck my willy. Yeah. I don't want it. I don't, don't want to hear about it. It's like, oh, <laughs> you ever stick your willy in a fanny? And then, you, you know, you're laying there at night and you're, you know, you're farting. He goes, did you just fluff? <laughs> sir, sir, he's got his hand up. He's got his other hand behind holding his elbow because his hand... He fluffed. <coughs> he fluffed, sir. He did crackers. Oh, no, like, that's my biggest fear. And yeah. just, Do you know the words that only children use? Yeah. Yeah. He just saw my pee-pee. Oh, saw your willy. Oh, I'm telling. Yeah. I'm telling. Sir, guard, guard. God. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't, I, I, that's my biggest fear. And you fucking idiot. Don't imagine that. that. No. But this big bubba looking motherfucker and he's using words like that. No. And he's sharpened his Thomas the Tank Engine down to a shiv now known as Thomas the Shank Engine. I don't hey, need... Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> not bad. See, that's my... But the, fuck that. Yeah. Like, if, if they're like, you're going to prison for 20 years, you're like, wrong. I'm going to suicide myself because I'm not going to prison. Do you think, oh, fuck, you just got a great segue. With the world that's been going on, Jeffrey Epstein, you know the story with oh, him? The guy who didn't kill himself. They love talking that he, he didn't kill fucking himself. fucking didn't. Yeah. You look at the evidence. He had all this evidence of, like, who was a pedophile. Yeah. And then he, he when they, when he, you know, when you hang yourself, you choke to death. His yeah. neck was broken. The, the guard who was meant to be looking, look, looking after him went, yeah, I think I'll go over here and forget about... Turn, it looked like he was meant to be on a full watch. Oh, really? And then uh, they forgot about it. Uh, he got mixed. They fucking killed him. This dude was on planes like regularly with like... Um, who got the gobby in the Oval Office? Bill Clinton. He was like friends with fucking Bill Clinton and all, like, all these yeah. rich and powerful people. And you think, yeah, nah. I think, I think I heard someone say... Is it Jim Jeffries? I think Jim Jeffries said that he, that Clinton had been on, I don't know, something like twenty six flights. Yeah, private. We're yeah, not talking private like, flights. Oh, yeah, know, he was on, you know, Qantas. Yeah, private jets with the, that's a mate, that's a close friend. Yeah, and then he was prostituting children or something like fucked up, and 
his little black book with all the names in it. There's no way. Yeah, they would have fucked him up. How crazy is that, though? You live in a world where people are so rich and powerful, even though everyone knows and everyone's saying it, to the point it's almost a meme, to the point where every no one believes that guy didn't kill himself. Yeah. Did kill himself, rather. Yet, it's not getting investigated. What, what a bit? Everyone knows. It should, there's enough, there's me and you talking about it. It's just, it should be enough people who are like, now nah, you got to investigate that. Yeah. But it's just like, no, because we own the whole system. It's corrupt. Like, they have that authority. They have that power to just be like, nah, nah, he killed himself. What about, um, the, the, I even saw photos and people said, oh, that's not him. That's crazy. They went, no, that's not him. And I'm like, well, what? I, I listened to a podcast about it and they, and they basically stated in the evidence of all of these reasons of how much shit that he knew, how much shit he got away with. On an earlier charge that he went, he got bailed and he used to turn up like he was living in a five-star hotel. And the, the money that this guy's got is yeah, fucking ridiculous. He was fucking rich. Yeah, and then he used to turn up. And he was a professional blackmailer. Yeah. Like that's the other thing. Like he was a professional blackmailer. So, so here's my question. He knew too much. Yeah. And he had to go. We would know this. But what the fuck would Bill Clinton have want to hang out with him? Prostitutes. Prince Andrew. Prostitutes. Seriously? But see that and and that was the thing. They reckon and a lot of it was like underage prostitutes. Yeah. That's the whole thing. They reckon this guy was the fucking the pimp to the stars and blackmailing and how do you get into blackmailing? Do you gotta work your way up? He worked his way into that society. Yeah, I know, like I know he, that and, much. and that's the other thing, he was an outsider. Yeah. Like he didn't he wasn't, you know, born into it or no. You know, like he, you know, how, but do, where do you start blackmailing? Like, say you're you, me or you. I don't know any famous people. Yeah, you know any famous people? Not recently. No. So, do I go to like McDonald's and blackmail the manager there? That's a start. And then blackmail him into like blackmailing someone. Like, do I blackmail people into black? How do you black? How do I, how do I even? There's just so much I don't know. He he. I think from what I understand, he. Mixed with the rich and famous, and in those circles, when you when you got money, you get doors open for you. Yeah. So he sort of worked his way in, and then he's a relationship builder. He's a schmoozer, and he got to know people. that got to know people, and then to to get to the level that he did, and the people that he knows, like he, he fucking worked hard, hard work, disgusting human being. Yeah, he is. He is. But what we've got is a case like the Jimmy Savile case, Ooh. when. People knew what Jimmy Savile was doing until Jimmy Savile died and then all of a sudden people went started pointing fingers and then all the cohorts copped the shit for it. The thing with – and, you know, Jimmy, oh, if you read some of the shit that's alleged about him, it's some of the worst shit. Yeah. Like just but I, fucking – But I think – Terrible. But he was mates with the king and queen and he was a hero of – everyone loved him. So he got away with it. Yeah. But it's like – but I, I, I will guarantee you that people that work for the television station and saw the shit that he did um, just kept their mouth shut because he was making money for them. 100%. And that was all it was. And, and, and that's it. They're like, oh, just pretend you didn't see it. Nah, fuck it. Hit him with a brick. Do you know, there's a, and I'll give you another episode. So this is where we talk about, you know, everyone talks about being woke. 
Yeah. I fucking hate that term, by the way. I think woke is a term used by people who aren't woke who pretend to be woke. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's it's about... Okay, uh, stupid fucking word. No, but it's like hipsters riding bikes with no gears on it. What do you, what do you just want a solid gear for, you fuck with? Fixed gear bike. Yeah. Because me legs need a workout. Yeah. Just walk. Yeah. Like... <laughs> It's just walking with extra steps. Just get a bike with Pun fucking intended. 24 gears and, and learn that that's the reason they've got gears, you fuckwits. But that's what I think woke is. But what we've got now is a society where all these things are coming out. So here's the latest one on Apple TV. Yeah. Are they calling it Apple Plus? I don't even know what the proper name is for it. I, is. Don't, I don't follow Apple. So, so Apple's got their streaming service. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. Right, which I subscribe to because five bucks a month or something. Fuck all. Because it's fuck all on it. That's probably why. But the main show that they're leading with, because they've they've signed up all these people. So they've signed up, excuse me, um, Reese Witherspoon, Steve Carell. Just there, that's a weird, you know what I'm going to say, history repeats itself. Yeah. It's been a long time since studios owned actors. Yeah. And that's what it is. It's this return to Universal owning Marilyn Monroe. But... This is where the smart is because because they're streaming service. So Apple has been said that when they come into it, like they are now, they're not coming in the level of Netflix or Amazon Prime or yeah or you know these big. Well, they're going to come in at sort of Hulu and like the the lower because lower tier. It, yeah, and they're signing these people up because there's that much money involved with this streaming now, right? The difference being compared to the old days is that they won't sign exclusivity contracts. Mm. So they'll sign... So this program is called Morning Wars, which is Steve Carell, Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon. Steve Carell and Jeff Aniston in the show have been the morning breakfast TV forever. Yeah. And right at the very start of the season, he gets dropped on sexual harassment charges and they bring Reese Witherspoon in, who's a straight shooter. What I've found out, and, and because probably I'm not... Why has Reese got a spoon? Because she comes with a spoon. Hey. Yeah. yeah. Not a fork. That's like, Reese and her spoon. That's Reese with her spoon. She's fucking hot in it, by the way. Oh, she's hot in everything. Yeah. Jennifer Anderson looks like beaten favourite. Heads. Yeah, no, no, no. Body's cracking. Heads had too much work. It we, looks we, swollen. We, we don't talk smack about Miss Anderson. Sorry. <laughs> so... Steve Carell's been found out to be, have sexual harassment. Anyway, as it goes on, I because I don't do the, watch American TV, right? Like yeah. as in morning shows. But this is a repeat story of Matt Lauer, who was one of the anchors for one of the big networks. I don't know which one. Forever, mm. and the rumor was he had underneath his desk where he sat in his own dressing room had lockable doors. So when they girls would come in, he'd call them in. Yeah. He'd press the button and it locked the door. It was an electric lock on the door. That's some Michael Jackson shit. This is what – and this is what's playing out. So now what we're getting is people are starting to talk about it. Mm. But it's past history. Yeah. So it, what – That's what, the thing. It's always a step too late. So while they're talking about this and Steve Carell's playing this character, like which I, he Steve Carell's a fantastic actor. I don't think he gets enough respect for what he does. He's playing, and but he's literally playing a sexual harasser, right? Yeah. But 
for whatever money he signed on for, these things and these stories are coming out. And now they're saying, and now the joke is that everyone on the network knew about Matt Lauer and what he was doing, but no one did fuck all. That's always the case. Because he was making money for the network. That's it. That's so then what the happens? Case. It's like, you know, you could step out and say something. Yeah. But you jo- and but that's that's the that's the case with anyone's job even now. You know, if you're gonna if your company's doing the wrong thing and you're gonna step out and do it, you're gonna lose your job. Yeah. Or shut up and make money. Yeah. and that's that's always the case. But that's fucking mental. It is. It is. But so we're gonna um change tempo here. Some smooth jazz. I like smells. That's true. For 25 years, imagine being, you know, those old birds who fucking have worked at the same Woolworths for 30 years. Five years into her career, you know, your local Woolies where you grew up and there's that one, you don't know her name because you don't look at them like they're people, but that one woman and, you know, she's always fucking been there. Yeah. And it's like five years into your 30-year career, this song came on at Christmas and you went... I love this song and it was the fucking biggest lie you ever told because the next 25 years were filled with it. Yeah. I don't like Christmas in general and a song about it doesn't please me too much. So tell me about, because this is where my, my bugbear is, why did we start 
Christmas in November this year. When when did this become a thing? Why? Like, and it, I'm not saying it hasn't become a thing because it has become a thing. But it gets earlier and earlier and earlier and early. mid November. My fucking neighbours put yeah. their Christmas lights up. But it happened in now, November. I can, I, I can get putting your Christmas lights up and just saying, "Fuck it, they're there the other way." I know I'm not going to have any time, but don't turn them off. Yeah. Till the first of December. Don't you fucking dare turn them on. And they have been turning them on since mid-November. Yeah. There needs to be a law. Well, if they if there can be water restrictions, yeah. If there can be fire restrictions, there can be Christmas restrictions. Yeah. I, well, I follow like I don't stick to you know, you can't put your tree up into this state or you can't put your lights up into this state. But I follow the sort of American theory Excuse me, which not that the Americans dictate nativities or any activities, but they have Halloween. The minute the Halloween's all over and done with, because now Halloween, if you notice, Halloween doesn't start isn't until the 31st of October. Yeah. But it starts at the 1st of October. All the shit goes in the stores and they're yeah. flogging it out. Buy lollies, give kids sugar. Buy lollies, give kids sugar. Don't give them amphetamines. Wear, Save them for wear yourself. Wear a mask. Yeah. Dress wear, up. Yeah. Hide at night. Yeah. Don't let them know. Dress as a clown and just run at people. Jeffrey right. Epstein didn't kill himself. All those things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the Americans will do that and then coming into November they go get ready for Thanksgiving. And the pumpkins that they used and, and had around for Halloween, yep. the ones they didn't have, they make pumpkin pie. Now... I'm led to believe, and, and anyone in America will can actually verify this, they don't eat pumpkin year-round like we do. I think they eat a different type of pumpkin as well. But they have it at that particular time it's of year. seasonal. Like to me, pumpkin pie, fuck off. Apple. Stick apple in a pie. I, putting pumpkin in a pie is a waste of both pie and pumpkin. Oh, fuck you. That, just that crust. You're making the crust? Don't put pumpkin in it. Pumpkin's a vegetable we they, eat year-round. I think they, they follow a European tradition of... When things are ready for harvest, because that's what most of it comes on. Yeah. The whole idea of Yule. I don't know. Is the original celebration of Christmas by like the fucking Europeans before it got Christianized. But Thanksgiving is. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's a strictly American thing, but the whole pumpkin and yeah, Halloween yeah, and all that yeah. comes from European descent. It's about like, oh, okay, this is when you can eat the pumpkin because the fucking thing's ready, and this is when you can eat. Yeah. Do this. So, why do we have this? So, so the Americans have their Thanksgiving. And then once Thanksgiving's over, you're basically into Christmas and December thirty after December first, away we go. The other thing is they have they have white Christmas. Yeah, they have that that traditional image of Christmas. So it starts getting cold. Not everywhere, obviously. It's cold. It's snowing. It's winter and all that. Right now, people are hanging Christmas lights and Santa and all this shit. It's fucking forty five degrees, mm. and the state is on fire. Yeah, like. Clearly, we're not in North America. No. Stop fucking doing it. Yeah, I'm just, I'm annoyed. And to me, it's it's like, um, who did I see? Someone selling tickets to a comedy tour for June next year. Jesus. Oh, uh, it was, I'll tell you, it was. The chick that runs that, um, who's on the I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here for Australia, Julia Morris. Oh, okay, yeah. She's advertising and putting advertising up and going, you can buy pre-sale tickets, blah, 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 June next year. Fuck off. People do that, though. 
Like, like, like I don't, it's so far away. I don't know what I'm doing in June next year. No. So, but what Christmas is, this is my, my spin on it. Christmas is, it's a happiness. Everyone's happy, season to be jolly, all that shit. Let's just keep pushing a little bit forward, a little bit forward, a little bit forward. Because we'll make more money. We'll extract more money out of people. Well, yeah. Because I'll start buying in November now and then we'll sell off all our shit as much as we can. We'll discount it. We'll have things like, what was the last thing? Black Friday sales. Yeah, that's come to, I understand that on the online factor, but it's, that's gotten. And then there's a Cyber Monday. Yeah. And I'm not upset with those because I like sales. It's capitalism, man. It's all about... Yeah, it's 40% off. You've worked your ass off. Yeah, because it's because they're <laughs> going to replace it with new stock. Yeah, but I want it. The new models are coming out. They're 40% off. I bought a steam mop. Yeah, but <laughs> that was a good value steam mop, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, no, but I get it. Like, it's... it's, And it gets out of... Because usually people start tightening their ass just before Christmas because they know it's going to be expensive. But you hit them with all these sales and they're like, Christmas is around the corner. Well, it's fucking not. It's a whole month away. Yeah. But it's like... We've started telling you Christmas is now. All the lights are up. All the shit's in store, you know. Wow, fuck, it pretty much is Christmas. Better spend that money now. Like, it's it's tricking you into thinking it's the time to buy shit when it's not. Yeah. Best time to buy shit's in the new year. All them sales. But here's the other thing. Sell all your stock. Make sure you get in before December 25th. Yeah. So what is it for this year? December 25th is a Wednesday, I think. Yes. So you've got Tuesday, right? Make sure you, all your sales, because we're closed on Christmas Day and you want to get it. Oh, but by the way, if you can wait another 48 hours, we're going to reopen on Boxing Day. We're going to sell all this shit at 45% off. Yeah. 100%. So, here's a... What, um, are, you, what, are, you, what are you up to for Christmas? What's your uh, Christmas um, plans? I don't know, actually, but I've just got a, um, a public service announcement. Um, and this was... Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bells rock. Jingle bells swing and jingle bells ring. Snowing and blowing a bushel of fun. Now the jingle hop has begun. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bells rock. Jingle bells chime and jingle bell time. Dancing and prancing in Jingle Bell Square In the frosty air What a bright time It's the right time To rock the night away Jingle Bell time is a swell time To go gliding in the one horse Do we think that Christmas is overrated? Are you saying Santa's not real? I didn't want to break it to you that way, but... I've suspected for a long time. Yeah. But you're clearly in cahoots with the Easter Bunny. They're fucking... Your parents are lies. That's what it comes down to. Did you tell your kids about Santa? Um, well, oh, there's a weird... Like, there's a point where you... I don't know because I, I wasn't the eldest. So, like, having older brothers and that, you just find out because your other brothers are like, fuck it, let's make this kid up. So, but because I'd be interested... <laughs> we got a secret. We're going to fuck <laughs> with you. <laughs> Um, did you have to tell? I had a really, really good experience. Yeah? My son was savvy. Yeah. My daughter oblivious. My daughter loves Christmas. Yeah. There's 13 months apart. Yeah. 
So it's really, really hard to so manage. So it's still quite young yeah. together. Yeah. Yep. Um, my son, I won't mention his name because I don't know if I mentioned his name before. So I won't. Kevin. Yeah. Um, Just give them made up names. K Mac Junior. Give them the names you wish you could have given them in retrospect. I oh, know, I liked it. I oh, picked his I picked enough. both my kids' names. Oh, that's all right then. Um, so he was got the inclination from talking to school kids, talking to friends. Yeah. And he's inquisitive enough to to go with it. My daughter, on the other hand, she's got that stubbornness. If the kids at school are going, This this is not real, it's not real, she's like you're lying. I don't care what you say. I know what's real. It yeah. suits me. And she was happy with it. So I didn't bother. He came to me and said, um, I don't think Santa's real, Dad. And I went, oh, really? Yes, yeah. So that's a really interesting thing. So um, I know. I go, what do you know? Oh, I, I, I just, it's it's not like Santa doesn't bring the presents. It's it's your mum. And I went, yeah. Well, I said, listen, I, I'm happy to talk to you about it, but I'm going to let you in the secret. Once you know, you can never go back, um, and um, you have to promise me not to tell your sister, because she still lives in that fantasy world. But what I'm going to do, this is going to remove you from that world for a very long time. Now you know it must have been eight, eight or nine, I think. That, that's about like anything over that, and he starts to become the weird kid. Yeah, yeah. So. The deal was I would invest in him. I was letting him in on the joke. Yeah. That's what I was doing. But he has to keep that for his sister. Yeah. And um, he did. He was really cool. And I said to him, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a thing that's been made up. I don't know why. This is the history. It's not saying it's your mum and dad. And, but it's a nice thing when you're a kid. And it's a nice thing to believe in. And it's a fantasy world. I've now told you and I've removed that. You'll still get gifts, you're still but just remember that you can't live in that world anymore because that's and I don't think he got the concept of it, but he stuck to it. He didn't tell his sister. She found out oh probably two years later, I don't know. I think she had an inclination, but because they come from a big family, on their mother's side there's five girls and there's kids everywhere. They all kept the secret for the little ones. Every time the little ones were yeah. coming through, they stuck with it. And they're pretty close with their nan. And their nan combines Catholicism with Santa Claus. and So they're not just getting the spin on this is Santa, Santa, blah, blah, blah. They're also getting the mixture of Our Lady, which I don't know enough about. I don't know how Catholicism works. But I found that... Something about a hat. Mary, Mary's pretty popular that blade, time of year. With a big stick. Well, they used to have this Our Lady statue that used to go around from house to house in the parish. Yeah. Now I don't knock. Which, which is yeah, I don't know. There's a whole division of Catholicism called Marist. Oh, I, I don't which know. Which is Mary's? You know, it's all about Mary and. Well, I didn't know Mary was so popular. Neither did I until this. But I will never knock my mother-in-law because ex-mother-in-law because. Um, everything she's done for her kids and her grandchildren is purely out of love. Yeah, there's never she's never done the malice thing out of malice. Even when she yells at him, it's for the good of the greater good. Yeah, yeah. She was just woman. This was meant to have kids and grandchildren. So I never put shit. On, I've never put shit on her. Um, 
so the, my kids evolved. It was it was a nice it was a nice story. Yeah. The unfortunate side was when my son was becoming a teenager. I probably invested a little bit too much about sex and sexuality. Yeah. Which I think I've still been a good dad in involving him in. But I might have told him too many things. Personal, like from from your own experience. Yeah, not fucking his mum. No, no, <laughs> no. That's a whole different. That's not like now. Sit down, son. I'm going to tell you about. No, your, no, your no. Like, but by, <laughs> but by that age, you'd also split from his mother, so you would have. Yeah, yeah, had yeah. You yeah. Know, other girlfriends and women. Yeah, and, yeah. And you're just like, I'm going to tell you my stories. <laughs> oh no, no, it, did, it didn't get like that. It, it was it was about. Um, these things happen. I'll give you a funny one the other day, right? He's now grown up. Right? He's yeah. got a job and shit. Like, but um, he um, – I don't mention his name so I can tell this story. But it was quite funny how it came up. And I said he, he he's been with a girl that's a squirter. Yeah. And I went, how fucking cool is it? And he's like, yeah, 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 it's pretty cool. And I go – do you want me to tell you? I said I had an ex-girlfriend that was a squirter. Um, it's pretty funny. Do you want me to tell you who it is? His immediate thing is, oh, for fuck's sake, don't tell me it's mum. <laughs> and I went, Kel, oh, fuck. I went, mate. Imagine hearing that I just, about your mother from your father. You could, ruin a, you could ruin an adult with that information. I just said to him, in a million years, I've never told you a fact about having sex with your mum. I said, why would you think I'd start now? And he's like... Oh, no, that's all right. You and could never look at your own mother the same. No. And he picked the one. He picked the girl that was. Yeah. Straight oh. away he picked it. And I went, fuck, how do you know? And he goes, I think we've had that conversation. And I went, oh, yeah, okay. I probably did tell you too much. Yeah, I think it's 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 never not weird regardless of like age and maturity. It's like, ah, oh, but that's your dad. Like you just sort of like, yeah, but that's your dad. The the level the level that we talk is, I will mention in my experience. I wouldn't say you're who it was. Oh, you're not going to be like, oh, so this one time I took this bird out. And I don't Jesus. tell my mates those stories. Yeah, yeah. I never have, so, and I and I don't. So it's got that vagueness of it's not time, location, and that. It's just in my experience with a woman. Yeah, yeah. It's not like. Well, actually, I remember back in December. Very out of lube. There was a very oily <laughs> turkey in the house. Must have been Thanksgiving. And we'd already ruined the pumpkin. We thought, well, why not go the whole meal? And put a roast potato in her asshole. And but you know when it's when you're telling the story and you're on completely different, like we're, we're talking about the same theme mm. and I'm building up to tell him it was this girl and his immediate response is, oh, for fuck's sake, don't tell no. me it's mum. You, no, you could genuinely... Ruin, oh. like uh, his entire the rest of his. How, I don't, how old is he? Twenty four. Twenty four until until he's eighty four. Yeah, he'd just be walking around. Going, oh. Look, he'd snap. He'd be walking around the streets talking to himself. Going, oh, they, they get him. They get him in a psychiatry. He'd, be, they he'd go, be the bloke up the front talking to the bus driver after that. Yeah, he would. Like, he, he would just, sit just, behind the bus driver. Going, do you know that my dad told me this? <laughs> my mum, my dad. <laughs> oh. No, and that, and I've never, <laughs> and it's funny because I just, it's a natural thing that you wouldn't say it. Yeah, no, like you'd have to be fucked. Like you just wouldn't, like I I have, like I never say, like I never say to people, I imagine your parents fucking, I, I would never say that. 
and I'm not putting that idea in your head, but I don't want to imagine it. No. I know it's happened, but it's not something I ever think about. It's not something I'd go, hey, I have said to ex-girlfriends of mine, fuck, I love your mum, I'd love to fuck your mum. They don't like that, apparently. It's, it seems somewhat offensive and I'm not sure why. I've, I uh, maybe I don't say fuck. Maybe I like I really like a piece of your mum. That was I'm a little bit more. I don't know <laughs> if that makes it better. <laughs> I'd really like to snuggle with her, but I, I mean, just, like I, I understand how you mean it as a compliment, as to say your mother's an attractive woman. Yeah, but I don't think a woman wants to hear that you're thinking or any part of your thoughts like oh, your mum. How's she going? Like I've got, I've got a, a, a good friend. Yeah. And she's one of my besties, right? Yeah. And she's she's an ex-girlfriend of mine. Was yeah, and you've maintained a friendship. Yeah, post. she she's fucking awesome, right? Yeah. She's cool. And her mum's a hottie. Cool. It always has been. So you're going to go for the mum? No. No, no, no. Or would you? Oh, I've always fancied the not, mum. Not, not to incriminate you, but like given the opportunity, like say you didn't pursue the opportunity, but the opportunity arose. Like that's a that's a moral crisis right there. But like, you're making me think about it. <laughs> like if he, here's the honest truth: if I thought that it would damage my friendship with my best mate, yeah. then there's no way in the world I'd do it. Okay, so so essentially, you would have to not tell her. No, it have to be a secret because obviously that would damage your friendship. Yeah, like you couldn't be like, "Hey, I fucked your mum last night." It's like, cool, want to get lunch? Like that's. <laughs> I think more of the point is she knows her mum wouldn't have me. That's probably more of the point. <laughs> but um, I also know a brother too and I like a brother. Brother's a good guy and I just... Oh, so, so you wanted the mum and the brother? <laughs> no, my rules are don't sleep with um, your mate's exes, yep. your mate's mums or yep. your mate's sisters. Yeah, I, that's, a, that's a good baseline. And that's, where, of, that's where I sort of stick to. Yeah. And my mate's, although she's a female... She's still my mate. Yeah, no, that's understandable. Don't yeah. fuck friends' relatives. Like, yeah. I, I, and I don't, I don't, I'm not saying I'm a chance. I'm not. I'm not wishing that. What I'm just saying is, I've always found the mum attractive. She's my best mate. She, to me, she's still a hot piece yeah. of ass, right? She's got, but it's beautiful it's, teeth. So and she's in, big you, tits. Can, you can just say she's inherited it from her mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get it from your mother. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. she's as I say, she's she's just she's a good chick. She's a good mate, and. Um, yeah, it's quite funny. So we joke about it. Yeah. Even to the point where she will post, like she'll go out to lunch on her recent birthday, um, which is in November, and I gave up smoking on her birthday. Yeah. Uh, nine years ago. Nice. Yeah, ten years next year. Lucky you. So that's how I sort of measure it. And, but um, she'll go to lunch with her mum and uh, post a picture out to lunch for her mum for my birthday and I go... How are you doing? And put a little a little devil face next to it. They know. Yeah. She knows. She laughs about it. I'm pretty sure her mum would just go, oh. She would have told her. He's, he's a fucking idiot, you know. He's a silly bugger. He's, what a. Then you just start getting a slide DM from his mum. <laughs> just sliding in your DMs. How you been? How you doing? Mm, yeah. Go out to lunch with mummy. <laughs> so how do we go from Christmas to squirting? Uh, I don't know. What do you want for Christmas to squirt off? I've got a great story. Yeah. Hit me. This is 
I, honestly, when I heard about this, I had, you're the first person I thought of telling because I don't know to believe it. So Christine Barnett and her ex-husband, she's 45, and her ex-husband, 43, yep. have been charged with abandoning their daughter. I heard about this one. When she was nine. If it's what I think it is. Go with me. Tell me. It wasn't a nine-year-old <laughs> girl. It was a 20-year-old Ukrainian midget plotting to kill them. They believe she's 33. I heard about this. I don't know. I can't remember what I heard about it on. She had full adult teeth. She, and and pubes, she had a period and pubes. And pubes. And they're like, this isn't a nine-year-old. And it was like, and, and it was like I'm a murderer. And so they bought her an apartment and fucked off to Canada. Yeah. And they're like, you abandoned a child. It's like, no, that's a midget. Yeah. That's a murdery midget. And the midget that's tried like, to marry him. There was a, a murderer like that. Yeah. The orphan. Yeah. Oh, was there? I watched that in cinemas. <laughs> How fucked is that? You and now she's living with some like Christian family who are all gonna get slain. So the story goes in 2010 they adopt this six year old Ukrainian girl. Yeah. Six. Six. Yeah. In 2013, three years later, yeah. They think she's six. So by that right, then she they thought, okay, and, she's and her behavior's really strange, her behavior's really aggressive. She has a full set of adult teeth. She got pubes in a period. She just is a midget, and she, and her growth. She wasn't growing either. So she, there's all these all these signs. Do you think that you could tell the difference? I between reckon six months in, I'd be like, "That's a midget." Yeah, six months. Give me fuck it. Give me three days. I'll find a midget. I yeah. gotta find a midget in a midget stack. Yeah, now, I, I am. I could detect a midget through a brick wall, like because midgets are funny. <laughs> But, you, yeah, two weeks and you'd be like, that's an adult human. Like, just children and midgets, like, they're not con easily confused. 33. Yeah, they're not easily confused. I don't see a midget and I'm like, hey, look, a child. Like, there's just distinct characteristics. What I love is the way they found out. Is they went to, so they went to a, I don't know what type of doctor, paleontologist, bonologist. Well, who's a doctor for bones but not a chiropractor? I don't know. Paley, I feel like paleo's in there. I don't know. You've been watching too much Love on the Spectrum. <laughs> but so, and they did a test, and it's a bone density test. Oh, uh, okay. And bone density tests reveal age to a certain degree. So, like, obviously, you can't have, obviously, your bone density changes at certain ages. And this doctor's done the bone density test. Would you need a bone density test? Come on. No, I could, you know, but midgets fall for certain things. 6.30. So, so 6.30. So, for example, if you put on Challenge Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Um, midgets from birth know all the words. So, they, she'd just start singing. It, 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 oh. Straight away. Would, first time you shower, she knows the words. Osteoporosis? Oh, no. Osteo, osteopath. Osteopath. Yeah. Um, so they take him and they do a bone density test and the, the osteopath looks at the bone density results and goes, huh, that's, that's like, so you can't cheat this. It's not like a test you can cheat. No. It's a hundred, it's, it's not a hundred percent, but you would, he looked at it and went, well, that's about a 30 year old. And you say, imagine being this doctor, right? Cause you, you, you do the tests and you send off for the test. 
Meanwhile, this 30-year-old midget's like, well, that's me fucked. Like, what are they thinking? Nah, I'll just keep licking this big lollipop and fucking hula hooping and hopefully just have them beat. So, so you get the results. Imagine being this doctor. Going, what? <laughs> You're reading it and you go... How many times do you think he read it before he told him? He'd be caught. Like, Gary's. Yeah, yeah, what's... what? Nothing wrong with this 30-year-old woman. That's a nine-year-old girl. No, it's not. Like, you would look at it and look at it and look at it and eventually just be like, you know what? I've got to call this woman and be like, you know your nine-year-old girl, your nine-year-old adopted Ukrainian sociopath? Yeah, that's an adult. To be that doctor like, with that information in his hand, experience of a lifetime. Can you imagine when you're playing games with a six-year-old and she keeps putting hands around your throat and you're going, oh, no, that's, you, you can't choke mummy, you can't choke mummy. And she just gets tighter and tighter. Go, fucking, she's strong, isn't she? Yeah, fucking strength of a midget. Six-year-old. Gee, she should, like, come on. Even, I'm just looking at the pictures of her, like, she might have a small body, but she's got the head of a fucking... It's, it's not a child. No. You would definitely... How weird is that? How does a how does a a thirty year old woman pass herself off as a, off as a six year old to get in America? And then it's not like she gets over there and runs away. Like she could just pack up her napkin and a stick and yeah, hop on the next box car, box car <laughs> out of there. No, she then goes. She's I'm like, kill these motherfuckers. She's looking around, going, got a pretty goodie. And go a couple of years before they start asking questions. So she gets three years down the track. Yeah. She's now an American citizen. She's yeah, got a green card. Imagine you walk in one day, there's a gun on the table, the kid's smoking a cigarette and has had like half a bottle of vodka down and it's just like, oh, wow, gaga gooku. Good to see you home, bitch. <laughs> yeah. I would like, the moment I, I suspected my adopted child of being a midget, I just put it in a bin. Like you can't, don't fuck around with that. Yeah. One, don't adopt a child from like the Ukraine. Whatever's happening to children over there is not good. Don't bring that shit into your life. I feel that it's funny you say that on the article actually he's got the orphan. Yeah, it's a movie. Um, yeah. I feel like, and I know that I've seen it, I think it was in Austin Powers, I think it might be, where someone kicks Mini-Me and he flies through the air. <laughs> I feel like you could kick her and she I, would. I, I feel like I could take out a midget. Yeah. Like, without even, like, bragging. Like, I think they put up a fight. They definitely have you on, like, the, the low game. Yeah. Your shins are going to cop some bruising, but... Yeah. I, I don't think they could weigh too much. Like, as long as I can get them on... If I could get them on the hands, game over. Because uh, I'm just going to get them on the hands and start spinning them around. Yeah. Like, imagine you're in a fight with someone and they start spinning you around. Like, feet off the ground... Sound of music spinning the fuck out of you. Yeah. You've lost that fire. Because all they gotta do is let go. Yeah. Well, I used to I used to get my brother, who's quite considerably younger than me, and I'd get him by his hand and his foot and like aeroplane him around in a circle. You could literally pick her up by the ankle, swing her over your head, straight over the back fence. It's probably why she never succeeded in killing them. They just kept kicking her off. <laughs> like a dog that's humping your legs. Get the fuck, get the I fuck feel, out of here. I feel she'd be like Chucky. 
Yeah. You kick her across the room and then she just keep running back at you. It's <laughs> running at you with a knife and you just run it, run at it with a big punt and kick a fucking conversion, pop yeah. the cunt through the window. Yeah. Lays in the backyard for a couple of days sore. Yeah. So it's hard being a midget. I think that's an incredible story. I think that was, it was fantastic. I think at Christmas time you should consider that when you think they're elves that are actually 35-year-old men. Christmas time's a good a good employment time for a lot of elves. Yeah. Even Santa. I used to know a Santa. <sighs> Get the fuck. I'm going to tell you a story today. Santa drove past me into an old person's home. Yeah. Driving a, an Audi four-wheel drive in full Santa yeah. gear. So I, I, I used to work at a place where one of the regulars, one of the, one of the nicest people you'd ever meet, He's a, he did children's entertaining at, um, and, and dementia entertaining. Yeah, at yeah. The time. Like that was his job. I think you told me he grew a proper beard. No. Was that him? No. No, he couldn't grow a beard. But at, um, and he was an actor. Oh, he used yeah, to do yeah, those yeah. Australian gas ads where the bloke could get caught in an awkward situation. Yeah, I think I'm going to be telling that, me. So that, that, that was him. And um, remember when fucking, on, the, on the four weeks leading up to Christmas, he'd have a gig Friday, Saturday, Sunday as Santa and they'd pay him 300 bucks for each day Fuck. two hours. That's pretty cool. So he's making 900 bucks every three days for four weeks. Sitting around having his picture taken as kids. $3,600. And he goes, I said, what's the trick to playing Santa? He goes, the trick is the less you do, the more they believe you're Santa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, you walk around, you make lots of, lots of try really hard, and the kid's like, who's this clown? You just walk around and go, ho, 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 and the kid's like, fuck, that is Santa. Yeah, yeah. So just if anyone's looking for a bit of work. Yeah, and you like lying to kids. It's like, it's right Jimmy Sample used to lie to kids. But did he dress as Santa? No. No. I was going to say something really derogatory, but I'm, <laughs> I don't want to go down the pedophile path. Never know. So, do you think Christmas is dying? No. I think it's getting bigger. Yep. Really? I think because it's uh, it's definitely transcendent and not even recently transcended a religious barrier. It's just a cultural thing. Christmas will never die. I don't think it will. I think so many people out there celebrated in one form or another. Like it is cultural. I know a lot of people who aren't like fucking. I, I didn't grow up in a Christian family and we celebrated Christmas. My, my Muslim next-door neighbours celebrated Christmas. Yeah. Because they didn't see it as, as, a, as a religious thing. So it was a cultural thing. I see yeah. it as a capitalism thing. I don't, I, don't, I don't disagree that it makes people happy. I like that part there's of a, it. There's a lot, but there's capitalism attached to everything. But it's like Australia Day. They're going to sell you all the merchandise. Yeah. But the idea of the day is still to celebrate the country. It's like Easter. I mean, Easter is religious. But it, even Easter's transcending it. But Christmas, the idea is it's a period of time where you spend time with your family. That's realistically the core. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's why this year on Christmas, I'm avoiding my family. You're avoiding them? Yeah. I bailed on Christmas this year. Fuck off. I don't want to. <laughs> Have you spoken to Heather about this? Who's Heather? No, I'm fucking you. That's me, mum. Huh? <laughs> I'm fucking with you. That's me, mum. Oh, I just, I just wanted, thinking... I just wanted you to feel really confused for a bit. But, but yeah, no. You saw the look on my face then. Oh, you! I had you. You're like, who the fuck? Yeah, no. Uh, they asked, oh, what's what's going on for Christmas? I said, oh, I'm working. You did not. I did. I'm gonna ring her. No, you're not. Because I, I just don't want to spend fucking Christmas with my family. 
Just a quick update before we, because we need to talk further about this. Um, <laughs> how's Lily? Still alive? Still blind. Still alive though. Still alive somehow. No eyes. Fuck it. No eyes. Okay. No clue. Ghost dog. No sense of direction. Ghost dog. Yes. She's incredible. Demon dog. Um. So you told Heather you're working. I, t- I told the whole family. We got a Facebook group chat. That's pretty cool. That's that's modern. Yeah, it is. I think I it's good. It. Well, the, the group chat. I don't want to be part of their discussions. Yeah, then you don't open it. Uh, yeah, but it can't. Yeah. I don't want to. I'm 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 uh, I'm the miserable kind of family that doesn't want to fucking spend time with them. Dude, you're the baby boy. They like your mum's gonna be devastated. You're not there. Um. Yeah. She didn't. She her response was oh okay, and then I haven't heard from her since. Oh, she's giving you the silent treatment. Yeah, no. How long ago was that? To about a week. <sighs> but I don't help myself either. So I said, uh, mum, mum goes, what's everyone doing for Christmas? And they're all going to mum's. And everyone's like chiming in, yeah, we're coming to yours, coming to yours. I said, ah, oh, no, won't be up on Christmas. I said, well, I said, oh, i got work. Which I don't, we don't open Christmas, but I don't like travelling Christmas Day. She says, wow, okay. And then, just, I don't know why I do it, just... I just said also. Also, I don't really like any of you. You said that. <laughs> you did as not. a joke. Hopefully, they read it as a joke. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh, I don't want to fuck. But you like your nieces and nephews in small doses. Nah, they're too old now. They're annoying. Are they? Yeah, they're all. You know, you know when kids are cute up to like three or four. The youngest, the youngest is all right. I mean, he just makes car noises. Yeah. But the other two, that's too much now. And then you know. Yeah. Got to deal with your brothers. Parents, yeah, but you like your parents sleeping on a fucking air mattress. Yeah, okay, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair enough too. And not even like uh, not even an air mattress in the living room. It's like you're gonna cop it in a laundry or something this year. Like it's, it's bad times. Either that, or you drive up Christmas Day, drive back Christmas Day. Yeah, and that's the issue with Christmas Day in Australia that I'm not a fan of. Yeah, just driving. Yeah, so I'd rather just you know I pay rent and I'm gonna stay at home and enjoy my purchases. For me, Christmas is an impossibility to to see the family because I either go six and a half hours southwest, yeah, or nine hours north. Is that a little bit of a drive? Yeah, not not going to happen. No, and my dad's coming down in the new year, so I've already sorted that, which is good. Yeah, Um, and my mum, I don't know, I don't even, I don't, my, my brother won't go there. Maybe my sister might. My sister's a sucker. If if we can, if we can, <laughs> it's funny I say that. I just think I didn't think before I said that because my sister listens to this. But um, my sister's got the younger kids now. Yeah. So she wants to do the whole family, like to, to keep them involved, you know. And yeah. Keep the girls. She's yeah. got two young girls, and um, so maybe she'll go down there. And her husband's a good guy. Like he's a, and he likes to. To involve my, you know, mum and stepfather in the family thing, and yeah, most of it to do all the family shit. Yeah, he's a, he's a good guy. He's he's like um, he's like the moral compass. And then actually, my si- my sister in law is good too. Nat's awesome. My brothers is like ah fuck them. I don't care. I'll do my family. I want to do my kids, and that's it. I'll just do that. Yeah, you can't you can't be like that all the time. Some Christmases you got to have like, well, that's like us growing up. Every now and then. Like you have to do the big thing, but also some Christmas, just like, nah, fuck it. 
And that's that's my logic for this year. Like the last twenty five years of my life, every Christmas I've had to go. Yeah. Something. Like I've had to go to a lunch, go to a dinner. But see you know, people. This year, my Christmas is for me and my family, and I don't have a family at the moment. Yeah. I don't have to stay the fuck home. And then just and enjoy my time to myself. Yeah. And I'm also doing like I'm I'm doing my own thing as like a sober December. So no drinking, no smoking, no drugs, which is really not an issue. Um, and then I've got a list of other things I want to do. That's pretty cool. But because my logic is like you always go oh, the new year, new year, new me. Yeah. And so. You go, January, I start the health kick. Um, I'm going to drink vodka tonics and fucking eat cucumbers and all that bullshit. But then you write yourself off in December. Smash yourself to pieces. Yeah, going, oh, you know, fucking one last hurrah and all this bullshit. And and you you eat like shit and it's so counterproductive. Yeah. Time you get to January, you've got to reverse December before you can even... Make us so my idea is like a sober running start. Yeah. To start, to not start the year and have it be the fresh note. To start the year already on a fresh note. Yeah. So I sober December, and then I start the year feeling fresh from December. That's my logic, anyway. No, 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 and I, I agree with you. Actually, I will tell you where I'm on board a hundred percent. When they talk about how long it takes to create a habit. Yeah. And then how long it takes to break it. And I think it's four weeks to create a habit or three weeks or something and two weeks to break it. Right? Yes. So I'm with you as in pick a line, draw a line in the sand. Yeah. January 1 and have a run at it. Yeah. And have a build up to it. So by the time you get there, I'm cool with that. And you, because there's always going to be, you know, people saying, oh, come and drink piss here or come and drink piss. Well, I've already got that. So... 14th, which is not the... We're coming up, you know, in the middle of the month. About two, three months ago, I bought tickets with my mates to go see a band. Yeah. And when we bought tickets, like, yeah, we'll get all sorts of fucked up and we'll go listen to music and it'll be a big night for the boys. And I've, 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 and then this has come up. I thought, no, if I can do it on Sober December. Yeah. Um, so one of the things, you know, if I go out on a piss, I'm going to smoke. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Can, That'll be it to the day I die. And I'm happy with that as long as like I don't go out in the piss that much. When I go out in the piss, I smoke, and then that's where it stays. Yeah. So, but in the middle of it, like pretty much, you know, it's December fourteenth, which is fucking the middle yeah. of of the month. I'm going out, and I'm fucking staying sober, not smoking, not doing anything silly. <laughs> out with people who are not punching midgets. <laughs> well, you know, can't promise. It's sober December, not don't have any fun December. <laughs> but I'm going to go out and I'm going to do that. Yeah. And it's, you know, because you could easily just avoid everyone and everything for a month. Christmas, maybe that'll help because being with my family for five minutes, I'll be into a beer. And, and not, yeah, yeah, not yeah. just because they're annoying, but it's celebratory and, you know, I just, yeah. Like, not this year. This year, quiet. But going out, I want to go out. I'm going to go see music, I'm going to hang out with people and I'm not going to be tempted into... Yeah, that's cool. ...sort of breaking from my thing. And I think it's a good halfway test in that. Because I, I, I like to finish work and have a few beers in that. But I just... I, it's Like the other thing is financially, it's like... If I, go to, if I go to the pub after work and have three beers, I've just spent $15. Yeah. You can't do that every day. No, that's up, doesn't it? Fucking hell. 
Even yeah. with this, and I'll plug this, the BWS 100-day. So the BWS, uh, it's called Off Tap app. Mm. It's got a 100-day promotion. Every day you do a little scratchy thing on the cooler and you get like $12 six-packs and shit like that. So you get all these you know, cheap alcohol, which I've discovered at the beginning of my, des- my sober December. Yeah. But even with all that, even 12 bucks, 10 bucks, like 10 bucks every day is 70 bucks a week. Yeah. It's a tank of petrol. Like it adds up. Yeah. You just, if you were to save that a year, and, and obviously I try to save more in in a year, but if you were to you cut that out, that's seventy bucks out. I, I had an ex girlfriend who is a um, financial advisor, and she didn't she didn't sort of come down heavy on me, and she was pretty good, but she knew all the little tricks and little things, and she used to say to me, "I'd go in the service station, pay for petrol, and I come out. I go, do you want a drink? No. She go, no, I'm fine." And I'd come out with a drink and uh, I'd go, are you sure? She goes, no, no, I'm fine, okay. Or I'll, you know, grab. And she always says, they say to me, do you know you just travel with a bottle of water in your car? Do you know what that, every time you fill up or every time you get a service, like, you know what that can of drink is? And I'm thinking, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, but you think about it. Over a period of time and a number looks very different. So she threw the sums at me for one year, two year, three years. And she was really soft on it. And it was just... Incidentals. You went and bought a two dollar can of drink every time you filled up. And you filled up once a week. Yeah. Talking about a hundred and four dollars a year. Yeah. It, and that's it, just that one thing, but that's a hundred bucks. And that's what she was saying to me. She goes, "This dollar figure is not." She goes, "But that's one of your incidentals." Yeah. Throwing all everything else, and those are back in the days when I used to smoke cigarettes too. Fuck, I couldn't. I couldn't even contemplate. Buying cigarettes I, I hate now. It. I've said to people, if, if if cigarettes were $10 a pack, I wouldn't quit. Yeah. And I hate that the Australian government feels it necessary to tax luxury. Alcohol prices go up. Cigarette prices go up. Mm. Just the general cost of going out and having a bit of fun is, is fucking so exponentially high. That's why people go out and take drugs. Capitalism, baby. Yeah, but that's why people go out and take drugs. Yeah, it's it's cheaper, cheaper to go out and take drugs yeah. and put yourself at risk. Not that alcohol doesn't put you at risk. Than it is to, to go out and drink. Mm, yeah. But, yeah, like just that idea of, you know, you spend money on shit. Yeah. But you also feel inclined to do it. Like I walk into the server and I'm like, oh, get one of these. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like it's, it's like why the fuck do I feel it? And then I've, I've sort of picked myself up on it recently. It was you go out, you don't buy anything. Yeah. And you go, well, why did I feel like you feel like you've got to buy something. You feel like you've got to, if you leave, you feel like you've got to come back with something. Sort of justifies what you've done. It's it's the human nature and the design, and and they know what they're doing. The psychology oh, yeah. behind how they plan their stores out, and how much shit you got to walk past before you get to the counter. The counter's never at the front door. Like I went out, I got myself. I did well the other day. I went to Carl's out to get cotton buds. Yeah, I'm walking through Carl's. Get a packet of chips. I had a packet of chips in my hand. Oh, chips. Can I have a drink. Put a drink in my hand. Come for a fucking two dollar packet of cotton buds, and I'm sitting here with eight bucks in my hand. So yeah. I put the drink and the chips down, got the cotton buds, and fucked off. But you catch yourself in it. You walk yeah. into the shop and go, "I have to buy things." Yeah. And the first thing you walk into in the shop, you walk into the chips and the drinks, all the all the the snacks and to treat yourself. The fucking the necessities, you know, your cleaning products and all that. They're all the way down there. Yeah. You've got to walk past everything you want to get something you it's need. The layout of the shop. This, this, that, that, what do they call it? The Gruen transfer and yeah. things like that. Yeah. And you so say, I'm going to come to get $2 fucking. It works. I come to spend $2, I'm going to spend 10 No, I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah. I'm catching myself out on it. Yeah. 
And that's and this is the issue. This and is I did that today. I come here. I went to the servo. Yeah. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to be tired. I just finished work. Grabbed a nice coffee. Which I could have come here and had a free coffee. Yeah. But I said, oh, I'm going to grab myself. And I, what I do, I bought you a fucking Kinder Egg. Yeah. I don't even know why. I was like, yeah, I was buying a Kinder Egg. It's a gift. <laughs> but it's that. that I'm going to keep that to Christmas. That, that desire, <laughs> that, that sort of inclination to yeah. purchase. Yeah. It's like, fuck, I can't afford to purchase. It's it's the way it's the way society is designed, and what happens this time of year is that people loosen up. Oh, I'll just get that. Look, I'm not even game to walk in the fucking Kmart right now, because I I know. Oh, you think that's cheap, but you then buy ten cheap, yeah, fifteen cheap items, and you walk out. You go. I, I do. I did well the other day. I yeah. knew what I wanted. Looked it up online. When I want. Five of these containers at a glass, and that'll be twenty bucks. If I want to, this rice cooker will be thirteen dollars. I'm gonna go spend thirty three dollars at Kmart. I walked into Kmart, I got those items, I walked out. Of, I didn't walk out; I went pay for them. <laughs> but I walked, that was it. You just I didn't even look at other things. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I just walked in and went. I knew where thing. I knew where they were. Yeah. So I went and went there, there, boom, got them. That's there, boom, got it, and just walked the fuck out. My brain was like, you should go look at other things. Yeah, no. Go tell yourself what you need. Yeah. Oh, I need 17 candles and a fucking <sighs> garden hose. Actually, I need a garden hose. But reg- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just that whole, Yeah. you go in and you look, oh, I'll get one of them and I'll get one of them. And then you go, oh, fuck, I spent $89 on some shit. Yeah, yeah. But it's that, it's that psychology. So it's a design, and, it's a layer. There's a, there's a, a release of... You know, dopamine, serotonin. Or serotonin, whatever. yeah. When you buy shit. Yeah. When you straight, you buy it and you're like, oh, yeah, I've got it. And you're like, yeah. And then you get it. And then you, you're like, that's the other thing when it comes and it's wrapped in something and you're like, I get to open it. Then you open it and you go, oh, I fucking don't even need it at the moment. Yeah. And, and so it's a, people with bipolar particularly, um, in their rewarding um, process, they can either become sex addicts yeah, because that's the rush. Sexuality, I think it's called. Yeah, or they be, they love buying because the buying is exactly the same in the reward system inside your brain. And if if you said, if you've got bipolar, you'd probably feel ten times the excitement, ten times the rush. Yeah, hypomania kicks in, but it's it's that sense of I don't need it, but I want it. It's like, it's like a drug addict; you just want, it. You want the high, you want the rush, absolutely. You want the high. Like I try to, I uh, like I, lo- I like online shopping. Yeah, but I don't buy shit I don't need because it's like, fuck, it's so easy. Especially now, like you go through Facebook, you go through Instagram, you go through Twitter, whatever the fuck you're scrolling through and reading, there's always something being sold to you. Yeah, there's always something being marketed towards what you look at when you look at. Oh things. yeah, shit yeah, yeah yeah yeah. So it's and it's use Google. Like that's if you use Google. Yeah. The al- algorithm they use tells you, oh, you looked at this. But sometimes it's good. Like people go, oh, how do they know? But it's like sometimes it's like, you know what, something will pop up and I'm like, you know what, I actually need that and that's yeah. a good price and I've been comparing them and waiting for the right time. So it, it is a great tool. It keeps it But money. it's also like always throwing shit at you. I, yeah. I get a lot of alcohol because I like always look at the Dan Murphy's things and the BWS's and the different things that pop up. Yeah. But I just, I, I restrict myself from online shopping. Purely because it's like a reward. It's like having a cigarette. I do. I do my Christmas shopping online if I can. Yeah. And I get it sent direct. Yeah, but you, you don't even have to you, touch you, it. You know, 
You can even get a gift gift wrap with a lot of places. Yeah. But you know that's a thing you're going to do. Yeah. My mum and stepfather's, I did Booktopia. Yeah. Fucking some great specials on some great books. Wrapped their birthday and Christmas in the one. Two books. And I I didn't even divide them. I went, there's four books. You can work out whose is whose, you know, and – and they love reading, which yeah. is perfect. And so it's, it's books. They'll pick up each other's books at some point anyway. Yeah. Yeah. They're, um, my mum has this thing about collecting bios. Yeah. And never reading them. And my stepfather says he – it's just who he is. He's fucking awesome. He commits to reading something and he just becomes enthralled in it. That's bad. Yeah. I wish I read more things. Yeah. I, I've got George Lucas's book there and I'm so excited – when I read it and finding time to read it and I'm not even up to Star Wars yet. Actually, that's what I've been dying to tell you. Early on in his career when he was a nobody still coming through like he would be like third assistant cameraman and all this sort of shit. Yeah. He did a trial with Peter Brock in America and Peter Brock drove, I forget the car, it's in there, it was a yellow something. And he was the first one to trial cameras in cars. Oh, cool. And he said to Peter Brock, I want to mount this behind you while you drive, blah, blah, blah. And from that, Peter Brock went back to Australia and went, hey, you're not going to believe I did this thing with this guy in America. And that was where we got cameras in cars. And they always claim, oh, we were the first to do it. It was fucking George Lucas. George Lucas idea. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And George Lucas blows my mind. So, But having the time to sit down and read that, See, I would say the same thing if I had a book. I'd be like, when do I find a time to read it? But I'll sit there for two hours and watch dumb shit on YouTube. And it's like realistically. But that's your kickback time. But realistically, you could be trading that. Like you, you're wasting time. And it's not like reading. Reading, it's like it's not like you're studying it and not enjoying it. Like if it's something you enjoy, but there's more value be, to be gained from reading that book. Yeah. Than there is from just watching dumb shit on YouTube. So it's it's sort of like. A discipline. Do you know the thing? Go, you know, I've only got so many hours in a day. I may as well make hay while the sun shines. Well, you know the thing I'm going to say to you about YouTube, particularly and people that I talk to and and communicate with Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Twitter, I mean Twitter, YouTube has be, got so much content. Yeah. That I know so many people that watch it. Just that's they feel they don't, they will not oh, yeah. watch commercial television. Like I watch a lot of streaming services where it's like I had a Harry Bosch night last night where I just watched five episodes, something back to back. Yeah. Four episodes. Um, and that was my thing. That was my, you know, Wednesday night thing or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, but I know people that go, yeah, no, I just go home and oh, I've been watching this on YouTube and and you know yourself. It's the fucking, the tunnel, like the, what do they call it? The rabbit hole that you go down. Yeah. You could end up anywhere. It's yeah, fucking amazing. I, I follow some awesome channels that are actually quite educational and inspiring and that. My problem is at the moment, if I'm especially because like I watch most of it on the com- uh, in the living room. Yeah. My fucking roommate, I'll be in the middle of watching something and he'll just turn and start talking at me. Yeah. It's like, what the fucking shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I don't have that. And like I'll end up having a conversation with him. I'm not a rude prick. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know, you're just watching something and you're enthralled and they're not. So he just turns and start talking. You're like, the fuck did, did, was I talking to you? Yeah, but I, I, I think I should start. I shouldn't bitch about him, but um, I oh, know I don't think you are. <laughs> but I, I, I should start reading more. I think 
Like, I think there's more to be gained from reading than me watching fucking episodes of Seinfeld. Nothing wrong with Seinfeld, but I just feel Not like... there's anything wrong with it. If I was to get a good book. Also, like, like it's... I feel like you, you, you're doing more than just reading when you read. Like, you're actually working your mind out. You're creating images and ideas. You're learning words. My fucking vocabulary is not the goodest. <laughs> because I don't... Re- like, like, you know, you watch things where people say the words and I'm just like, I don't know that word. Yeah. Whereas if you read it and you're like, what the fuck? And then you've got to, like, Google it to learn it, yeah, to you- understand the context of what you're reading. But the difference is you're savvy enough to... I don't know that. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. A lot of people go, don't know that word, keep going. But it, but it, yeah, but then you lose, you know, what the fuck's they're talking about? Dude, I'm, do you know how many of my friends, uh, they say to me, you think about things too much. I go, what are you talking about? Oh, you check this out or check it. I go, uh, yeah. yeah. And they're I, like, I Google any question. Yeah, and they go, no, don't care. I say, I don't understand that logic. <laughs> Tell me, I had my whole fucking life. Like, I don't understand I, I, it. I'm walking around like just thinking shit and like, I need to know the answer. Yeah. How do you what what's going on in like so say you're just someone who's just like like I'll 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 be like fuck air conditioners when were they invented <laughs> and then I'll Google that and that's, I'll learn some shit about air conditioners that's a pretty cool question but that's how that's how I like I always wonder things inquisitive yeah and 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 I'm I wonder what people who don't wonder wonder have, have you got no <laughs> friends like that I. I uh, to a degree, most of my friends tend to tend. Yeah, I do. Hmm. But then, like, I don't connect with them on that level, so I don't really ever wonder. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, my friends, I got mates. I got a, like, you know, how smoky Sydney's been. Yeah, I got a mate who works outside, and I said to him today, "I'm like, fucking, you're choking to death outside." And he's like, "I didn't notice." Oh, um, what? <laughs> I'm horrified so, by. So, him. like, he's just in, and but. He's a great guy and I'm like, yeah, really yeah, good yeah, friend. Yeah. And just don't talk about that shit. But I, what's going on? Like, what are you thinking about? Aren't you? Like, it just fucking does my head in when people are like, why do you know that? And it's like, why don't you? Why are you concerned with why I know something? Why aren't you like, fuck, you know a thing I didn't know? Because my brain yeah. is filled with useless information. Oh, hang on. I'm going to pick you up. It's not useless. I used to have an ex-girlfriend who used to say to me, I don't know why your head's full of so much shit. I go, what are you talking about? She says, you know all these facts and things. They're useless. And I go, useless to you? Maybe not to me. I, I get a genuine sense of joy out of learning and reading these Fuck things. yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and here's the other thing I get. Not so much now, and I've sort of toned it down and now. I used to enjoy sharing. Yeah. If I can have banter. Like you and I talk about stuff, right? And yeah. I go, oh, fuck, I didn't know that. And then you fill me in on shit and I go, fuck me. Okay, that's awesome. I don't, I've never said to you, this is what I get from my friends. Oh, yeah. Don't really think about it. Don't care. But what are they thinking of? What is in their head? They don't think. They dr- Say you're driving, right? You're going, fuck, you're, in, you're in the car for an hour. You're by yourself. Yeah. What do you think about? Uh, Masturbating or podcast? I wonder when he kicked the ball in goal, did he get a point? Like, it's just like fucking think about some shit. Yeah, no. I don't. get frustrated when I'm driving because I want to Google shit. Yeah. I want to look at Wikipedia. Yeah. I actually considered yesterday, I didn't have the money to do it. Well, not in my, my, like, you know, not in my not savings account. Donating to Wikipedia. Oh, really? Because they claim that 99% of people who go on Wikipedia do not donate. 
Yeah. And I tell you what, I fucking live on Wikipedia. I like that is a source of knowledge. And I felt like a, a sense of guilt. Yeah. Like how much they they need to kick the fuck back though, because they're like, how much do you want to donate? Ten, fifteen, or twenty? Mm-hmm. It's like start with a dollar. Yeah. Like don't jump jump in at ten dollars Wikipedia. Like don't yeah. I understand it's a free service, but it needs upkeep. But I genuinely I yeah. think I will. Next time I go on and I've got a bit of spare money in, in my bank account, donate to Wikipedia. Yeah. Because I spend so much time just Googling useless, not useless, but just random shit I encounter on it. It's like, yeah. man, this is actually a valuable tool to me. And this is this is the... When were Vaircom's in Rand? <laughs> yeah, I think it's a great question, by the way. Oh, yeah. You, you realise when I go, I'm going to Google the shit out of Aircom's. Yeah. Um, but this is the era now where I heard... I can't remember. I think Jim Jeffries might have been talking about it. And he, his explanation, it was really interesting the way his brain works, but his explanation about kids just finishing school and going to uni yeah. is really taking the edge off degrees now because that's what the, 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 the way the system's tooled up is that you go and get a degree. Yeah, You mightn't even study in that field or, or continue on in that field, but you get a degree. So you're really taking the edge off that. Whereas the people that want to go and do something and actually want to do something um, and share that knowledge and learn, um, spend the time doing it. Yeah. But they walk around with a computer in their pocket, which obviously was, you know, it really hasn't been that long since smartphones, right, when you think about it. Ten years of good smartphones. Yeah. And you can multi-reference check. Yeah. As opposed to the days when you had encyclopedias and you pulled it out and you went, that's in the encyclopedia, that's real. My father's era is, that's in the newspaper, must be real. I, 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 yeah. I feel that a lot about like um, just basic scientific facts. Yeah. Where like it blew my mind recently. There's uh, the best TV show ever is QI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the best TV shows ever because it absolutely fun. satiates that need for trivial knowledge. Yeah. But and one thing I learned off that recently, it's sort of fucking, you walk around with this idea in your head that you learned in like primary school. It's the idea of five senses because there's not five senses. There's between like 19 and 26. Yeah, right, okay. And you spend your life with these like real, it's like the, the whole idea of there being regions on your tongue of taste. It's yeah. also not true. Yeah. Like they've done more research and having that access to that information means you don't walk around with false information the rest of your life. And this is in the podcast that Jim Jeffries is on. Um, he was talking about how science is constantly evolving. They call it, I think they call it the half-life of fact or the half-life of knowledge or the half-life of something where there's, there's, a, there's a sort of predetermined time generally depending on field for how long a fact can be accurate enough. Yeah. That all because we're learning so much, and it's something like five years. It's it's not ah oh, fifty years or like it's the the half life of fact is of generally a very short amount of time. Yeah, but but because science is evolving, and we've got this constant flow of information being available. Yeah, like Jim Jeffrey's explanation was, you know, we look back at he looked at when uh, the food chart. He talks about the food chart. You know, the, the pyramid. The, yeah, the yeah. pyramid. Yep. Yeah. And what foods are up the top and down the bottom and, and how that's changed from the 80s to the 90s to now. Mm. And he said, back in my dad's era, he, his parents were born in the 40s, when they went to school, they were learning that homosexuality was a, a mental dis- disease. Yeah. Like, 
that's how fast we're, we're constantly changing and turning. And, it, and it's fucking unreal. It's, I, I love it. It's crazy to think that if you were to take an 80-year-old person, how much they know or how much they have been taught isn't true anymore. You, you, 100%. You, you could almost like, and, and it's not to disparage someone who's older because like that's what they were taught was fact and the facts that we are taught are facts are no longer facts often, but we're yeah. just more able to be plugged into the evolution of knowledge. Yeah. If you take an 80-year-old person, I can guarantee you, and not based on anything I know, but a minimum of 50% of everything they've ever learnt is likely not true or likely no longer considered relevant, valid enough yeah, or yeah, relevant yeah. enough yeah. that teaching styles apparently that aren't real. Shit like when you hear shit like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that the idea of a visual learner and an audio that they're going, no, that's, they made that up. Yeah, and it's like that. That, that looks like fucking. I haven't researched any of it. I've heard that, so I can't say that's fact. But I grew up being taught that through school. Yeah, I don't know if it's true. Sort of makes sense because sometimes you learn something by hearing it. Sometimes you learn something by seeing it. I don't know if it's. Um. But. You know, when you hear something like that, you go, fuck, I can't, you got to question everything. Yeah, I've always been visual. Yeah. I, I can recollect a map, sorry, a, like a flow chart that was hand-drawn by a teacher that we had to, we had to copy and hand-drawn about Parliament in New South Wales and Australia. Yeah. So when you and I have talked about um, how political parties and, and how the political system, the Westminster system works yeah. in Australia, I can visualise... Back in primary school, that drawing on the board and me replic- trying to replicate it. That was yeah. a fucking terrible drawing. So, yeah, visually you do. Um, when we talk about comedians, Joey Diaz, and he talks about the things that he used to say and he's going to keep saying. He's not going to be offended by what you can and can't say. Yeah. I, I believe he's right that, that you don't have to fit in with... You can't be told by the current if you're older than the current. Do you know what I mean? There's yes and no to that as well, though. Oh, okay, here's an example. I watched Eddie Murphy Raw recently and right at the opening he does a part about copping shit about Delirious and I was doing jokes about Michael Jackson, I was doing jokes about Mr T and he goes, and, and faggots, I upset faggots and all these faggots and he said, faggot, 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 like, now, you watch that, it's still funny. Yeah. It's still comedy. He is a comedian. In the comedian world, in the current, you can't say the F word. Yes, but when you, th- when you talk about comedy, yeah, I don't think you can be offended by comedy. Good comedy. Bad comedy, be offended by. But the only reason people get offended by comedy is if it directly relates to them. Yeah. So, but you can't be like that. You've got to be offended by everything or nothing. I think that's Ricky Gervais' thing. He, he's been on stage where, and he says some joke about killing a young child or something. And he goes, what, you're worried about that? You didn't care about me killing half the... Talking about stabbing midgets before. That didn't bother you. That's... Yeah, it was... Um, the, the best time I've ever seen it was as a comedian. Does a lot of stuff on YouTube. Always him fighting hecklers is Steve Hofstetter. Yeah. And he gets heckled by someone who's complaining about uh, something about children. Whatever. He goes, yeah, but were you upset about everything? Is that the Aussie guy that was in England? No, no, he's an he's a American. Uh, okay. You're thinking of Steve Hughes. No, no, no. There's, a, looking there's, a, there's another. No, no, no. Steve okay. Hughes. He's cut his hair off too. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. but now Steve Hofstetter is a, like a redheaded uh, New Yorky, Jewy sort of fella. 
Yeah. And he does heaps of, you know, all his comedies on YouTube. He's got a big following on YouTube. But someone complained and he goes, Did, well, you were offended about everything, right? And I went, no, I was offended about this. He goes, oh, okay. So you were offended about the thing that related specifically to you. Yeah. But nothing else. Well, you can't be like that. Yeah. You can't just be offended by what relates to you. You've got to be offended by everything. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just being a selfish prick. Yeah. And yeah. when in comedy, shit comedy that's offensive and tries to be off- like, I don't like comedy that just tries to be offensive. Yeah. I think of it as happens to be offensive, but it's still good. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. But shit, that's just like but people trying to be intentionally edgy is just like, uh Yeah. But if it is, it is. But yeah. But Eddie Murphy's talking about faggots. Yeah. But he's not he's not like I'm gonna be edgy. He's just being honest. Yeah. Whereas if someone comes out and it like like they're trying too hard. It's the same as anything. Anything that tries too hard should stop trying. But and and I'll, and I'll reiterate the line of it, right? And I'll tell it how it is. And he long goes along the lines, and he's like, "Yeah, faggots. Yes, yeah, the faggots be in the airport looking like, yes, yes, that's him, that's him. He's here, mm-hmm. he's here." And he goes, and there'll be, and then you'll see him, and and you'll hear, Ooh, and he goes, and it won't be no siren. It'll be a little fag sitting on top of the roof, going, Woo! <laughs> I don't have any issue with gay people I don't they're entitled to their life I don't have any drama with anything whatsoever I'm repeating comedian thing and I use the word faggot because that's what he used same context if I was telling that joke and I, I would say exactly the same don't be wound up just fucking relax you know that's it like it's not like I think you know you can't take that same concept and put it in everything but in comedy it's just fucking comedy like so right. I, it's just a laugh. Like you, can, like yeah, I get change your attitudes if you know you're from the fifties and you go being gay is bad and all that sort of shit. And you genuinely believe that? Like maybe you should open your eyes to the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're taking having a joke of it in comedy, yeah, fucking relax. Yeah, it's a joke. It's comedy. It's not a reflection of like pure, honest, hardcore beliefs. Most of the time, when people say offensive shit, they're like, "Wouldn't it be funny if?" Yeah. It's like, wouldn't it be funny if people actually fucking thought that? And if you're not smart enough to realize that, yeah, you're a dickhead. Yeah, but yeah, I, I just I just don't. I don't. I don't understand. Everyone wants people. to be offended. I, you know what? I think it's a cheap way to be offended. When a comedian comes out and says something, like I'm offended. It's like you went you went to a comedy show to be offended. Like you wanted to be offended. Yeah, it was a cheap and easy way for you to fucking what what do they call it when you fucking something uh, belief sirening or. Ah, oh, there's a word for it. Like p- being PC. Ah, oh, but look out! Look at me and how offended I am. And uh. Look, look, look at look at all my beliefs and and see how I'm standing up for them. And it's just like going to going to comedy and looking for looking for a way to be offended is too easy. Go be offended by some intelligent shit. Go be offended that like, I don't know. But yeah, don't go to comedy where people are gonna say outlandish things. Yeah. Don't like go to fucking, you know, parliament and find some bigoted racist fat fuckwit who's destroying the environment. And be offended by him because your offense of them might change something. But being offended by comedy, it's not going to change anything. If people just don't do comedy, okay, great. You took away laughter. Thanks for that. The world's a better place now. Everyone's sad. But if you go be offended by the right things in the right places and actually stand up and do something about it, you'll create a positive change in the world. Yeah. Being offended by like, no, oh, well, he said the word faggot. Yeah, but did he go and burn a, burn a faggot in the street? Did he go and shut down like a fucking a gay club where people have fun? 
did he go and, you know, fucking make people feel isolated and horrible in the world? Or was it in a room that you paid to go into where you knew they'd say that? Yeah, yeah. This is a different, and, you know. But even in the context of him saying it, there would be gay men, because gay men was what it was aimed at. You gotta remember, this is fucking Eddie Murphy Raw, right? Yeah. This is a long time ago. This is what, early 90s? Yeah. Um, the gay guys would be laughing along with it. 100%. They'd be pissing themselves guns. Yeah. You know, there's nothing better when, you're the, when you are part of the joke. Yeah. Because when you can laugh at yourself. And there's no, there's no hate crime in it. That's the yeah. other thing, you know. Um, I just and, – and from the comedians in America that talk about they can say this, they can't say that, they can't say this. Like, I know because of the money that they're making and the way that the critics act, they're very cautious about what they say. Jim Jeffries doesn't. Jim Jeffries – well, actually, I, I, think, I think he does. I think there's like a middle ground of it, though. Like, if you come out and you're just fucking offending anyone and you've been doing it since day dot, like, no one's really going to give levity to your offense. They're like, yeah. fucking, that guy's been doing and saying that forever and now you're offended, now it's popular. Like, no one cares. But do you know? But, it, but if you just you go and find the right level of comedian, the one that's trying to be on everyone's side and not say the wrong thing all the time and then find that one thing, then everyone's like, yeah, they were being a dick. Yeah, I tell you, I tell you who impressed me. I listened to Tim Dillon. He did an interview with Joe Rogan, and I'm a big Joe Rogan fan. Yeah, I don't care what other people think out there. The guy is fucking centered. The older he gets, the not only does his knowledge base grow, but his maturity grows, and he interviews so well. Yeah, and they just chat. Tim Dillon one goes for fucking three hours. I haven't finished it. But Tim Dillon I know is a raw, like in-your-face comedian that says crazy shit, right? Not that it changes the state of play, but then I found out Tim Dillon's a gay man and I found that a lot of people were throwing, like being critical of his comedy and... Yeah. Because... But you listen to him talk to Joe Rogan. Hey, he's really political and he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. He's not a fucking idiot. He's not just a ranter and a raver and a screamer. He knows he offends people, but he he does it in in comedic ways. Yeah. He dresses up. He does videos. I don't watch his. I haven't seen his videos, but he dresses up as um, women in the political scene and and takes the piss, like really takes the piss out of them. Yeah. Um, he did the same with that Greta Thunberg. Yeah, yeah, the the environmental. Yeah, the sixteen or fourteen year old, whatever it was. But he was he took the piss in such a constructive way because he found that <laughs> he I think he said when he looked at her, like I know she's fourteen, but sometimes she looks forty. Yeah, like with the facial expressions and stuff. So he was taking the piss. But what I found with him was he's a highly intelligent man, and the way that he structures things is he's, he's entertainment. It's about entertainment. Joe Rogan says, I do my podcast. This is my podcast. No one can kick me off my podcast. Yeah. But the fear that goes around is after the Louis C.K., um, after different comedians have said things, they get cancelled. And cancelled has become such a destructive world in entertainment in America. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, you'll get cancelled if you get cancelled. And Jim Jeffrey goes, fuck him. I'm going to cancel my show. Okay, they cancel my show. But I'll still do comedy. That's it. Like, I'm still going to be out there. I think it was a great lesson to be, to be learned from 
Jim Jeffries. I can't think what he was in, but he's talking about someone tried to blackmail him. They had, they fucked him and had pictures of him naked, and they go and they like, we're going to blackmail him. And he's like, all right, put it out there. Yeah, yeah. It's that whole like, I, I, you only have power if I give you power. Yeah. It only yeah. matters if I let it matter. Yeah. And it it was like, fuck it. Yeah, put it out there. People are going to see me dick. All right, good on you. Fucking, there's photos, there's worse photos of me doing things. Yeah. So I've done photos of me doing coke. I've done coke or photos of me doing coke. Like that level of. Yeah. What do you think, Salma Dicks is like. And it's not a thing anymore. That's it. And the whole thing, I will cancel you. It's like, no, you'll you'll avoid me. But the thing is, the most people that go around going, we're going to cancel this comedian. You weren't gonna fucking. You weren't gonna go to their shows and pay, and you weren't gonna watch their streams and that. You're just gonna make a whole bunch of noise about a product you don't even give a fuck about. It's like people they go, kids shouldn't eat macas, and it's like, well, they shouldn't. But who gives a fuck if someone feeds it to them? It's not your problem. Yeah. Like it's that whole. We're gonna make noise about a thing that's not a thing that we give a fuck about anyway. It's like find a real thing to stand up for. Yeah. Instead of just ruining shit. People stand on like. principle, motherfuckers. Yeah, I just. So I'm sick of. I'm sick of. I'm sick of everyone. Like everyone's got opinions and they're entitled to it. I don't have an issue with that. And it's like if I ask your opinion and you go, As they say, opinions are like assholes. Yeah, yeah. But Everyone's a bandwagon opinioner. When they jump on the bandwagon, when they start going on and on and on, it fucking does my head in. Well, it's like as we were talking about before, fucking what's his name who didn't kill himself? Jeffrey. How many people have gotten on and I'll get in your ear and I'll fucking blah, Jeffrey, if the... So you didn't give a shit until someone told you when you don't give a shit now. Like, we'll sit here and have a laugh and say he probably didn't kill himself, but we're not walking around fucking carrying on and on and on and on about it because mm. the fact is, like, it's just fucking some Twitter shit, some some internet stuff. Like, it doesn't affect us. We're not. And bandwagoning is just like, mate, find something real to believe in. Yeah. i tell you something funny. Uh, it is funny. Remember when guys would be doing interviews and stuff and they'd go, hey, what was, the, what was the game like today? And they'd go, yeah, it was great. Yeah, fuck her right in the pussy. <laughs> Remember when that became yeah. a popular thing? The latest thing is with celebrities or anyone, they're getting interviewed and they go, do you remember what you saw here? Yeah, yeah. Well, that truck came down here. Yeah, Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah, people just sort of like bomb. I think that's fantastic. Oh, it's I love it. I, I love it when it's live because they yeah. can't cut it. They're, and they're just like, oh. Yeah. But it's not even like Fuck Around a Pussy was like real intense and like damaging, whereas this one's sort of like just spreading awareness of a fact. Because yeah. like it's just Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. It's like, oh, yeah. all right. Yeah. Especially when they get like news networks like Fox that don't want that shit on there. Yeah. That they're, um, That's what we need to do. We need to start a viral message. I'm still good on going back to the old mate who shit himself at Macca's, Mr. Uh, Scotty Morrison. Scotty Morrison. He needs to admit it. I haven't mentioned that for a while, actually. I find it interesting. I saw something the other day. It's, it's interesting that people know fuck all about the politics, but they will tell you where the Prime Minister shit his pants. I've even, I even went to the trouble of um, every time that we bring him up, I had a, a sting for him. Did I? Fuck, I thought I did. We need to get like a pair. Of, you know those brief, those white Y fronts? I don't know what they're called. Like underwear? The white jocks. Yeah, and then we'll, we'll just get like a brown texter, draw a shit stain on it, and then protest out the front of parliament. Just them on sticks. I just want him to admit it. That's it. Admit to the people you shit your pants. That's that's all it is. That's all we're asking. We're not asking about your policies. We're not asking about if you're selling real estate to China. We're not asking anything more than whether or not you shit your pants. And 
his answer will be. Scotty knows he shit himself. He shit himself Tell the truth. All right, we're going to wrap this. Yeah. But before we go, you raised some really good points about, which you always do, um, running into January. Yeah. Actually, that's what we're going to call it. We're going to call it running into January. And my little friend, Alexandra, who's the... I say sexologist. I don't know. She's a positive person, right? Yeah. And she's like a relationship expert is what she is too. But she is a planner. Yeah. And she is – and she's made me think more about my monthly goals and plan. So now I'm in the process of planning for next year, having goals and actually writing them down. I'll even go as far as I have a gold diary. Oh, nice. Mm. It's a nice diary. Leather bound. It's, uh, I have many leather bound books. Um, but it just says like different goals. What, why, when, now and milestones. And uh, and that one, unfortunately, I haven't really kicked any major goals are on you, that one. Have you, have, are you a big uh Big on the on the New Year's resolution style goals, like is that? Uh, not so. Like, uh, do you like setting goals for the new year and going, well, I'm going to do this, this, and this? Is that like the way you operate, or do you goals in general? Yeah, yeah. But do you, do you put time frames on them? Like, okay, we're coming yeah. into 2020. Yep. For 2020, I want this by this. Like, is that is that the way you? Okay. So, the unfortunate side. Uh, so, Alexandra's really. Goal oriented is that the term? But she's awakened that back in me. Yeah. So when I take it back to business, that's where it comes from. 30, 60, 90 day plans in business. Yeah. Um, and because it's sales orientation, where's my history comes from and marketing. So 30, 60, 90 days plans and smart goals, which is what a smart goal is, is. Um, Specific, measurable, achievable, achievable, related, and time bound. Yeah, always I've, put. I've heard that acronym. Yeah, and that's that's the smart. So that's the business sense that I take into the planning, which is uh, a fair thing to have. Yeah. So what I normally do in one of my diaries, like my notebooks, I've got fucking notebooks everywhere, is I'll just take a day out and go. What are the things that I want? What do I want to achieve? What do I really want to do next year? I didn't do it last year. Last year, last year turning into this year, this year's been a fucking shit year. Yeah. In my personal life, in so many ways, and working life, but there's also been achievements by doing this and having fun with this. This has been fucking great fun. So now I want to put a balance of all these different things. And what's happened by talking to Alexandra was she she's younger but her motivation just – this woman doesn't fucking sit still. She's always doing something. She's always growing. She's always developing. And I think back to a time where 
That's what I was at. That was that was that hunger to know more. Then I think at times, you know, we say about reading, you don't read enough. I know I don't read enough, but yeah. you're looking at other things. You're learning other things. You're doing other things. So it's how do I take that? And the reason I bring this up is what are you going to take into next year? What did you learn from this year? What are you going to take into next year? I know that sounds long-winded. Yeah. But getting No, there. but like I, – because I, I, I've been thinking about this. It's been a, been a weird year. I think for for sort of figuring out for doing doing shit, um, made some steps, figured out more general of a direction. Probably had one of the bigger mental health crises I've had in my life as well. Yep, like a uh, fucking rough year for mental health. I think. Yep. Um, but then like I've moved and 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 moved out into a nicer and better house and something I wanted to do and uh, work wise, I mean like I'm in a full time job. I've learned a few things, but I definitely now realise I don't want to be in the industry I'm in. Yeah. So, like, there's, there's that. There's doing this. There's sort of, like, having ambitions on, on doing comedy. And I thought by now I would have actually, like, gone and done something, but I just haven't. And it's, you know, for a few, a few, uh, for a few reasons. Yeah. So, sort of going into next year, I feel like this year it was sort of like having a house full of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 I, and I've gone through the whole house and cleared out everything I don't want. Now the house is quite empty, and I need to build it back up. Like that's sort of what it is. So like I've I've found I, 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 everything. I found the direction, and next year's about taking steps into it, firmer, more concrete steps towards. That's good. Achieving those 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 goals, I think. Yeah. My and 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 not to go from having laughs and taking the piss, but like you know, and talking about serious things, the the realistic side I think year after year is that once you get past sort of twenty one, the years just they just take off. It has been a very quick year. Yeah, it just goes. So I think I think you need to be nice to yourself. I always think that that's should be at the top of your game. Have plans, have goals and write realistic expectations. Don't write... Be a millionaire. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like the, the, you know, the Gary Vanderchuk's going, quit school, go and make a million dollars. Like, okay, let's put it in perspective. There's a few more things involved before that. Yeah, but I believe if you write it down and you plan it, you can achieve it. Um, and I don't want to get into all the business, you know, plan, fa- failing to plan is planning to fail and yeah, but shit it, but like it that. it does ring true. If you write it down. So anything can be done if you find a way. Yeah. Right? You just need to write it. Sorry. Anything can be done if you write it down and plan it. And if you fail at that plan the first time, rework the plan. I like, I like the idea of like going, okay, this is the end result I want. And knowing, okay, there's... Five, say there's five, you figure out five steps to get there. Yeah. I'd say generally you know those five steps, but I wouldn't put too much detail or planning into each step until I reach it. So that first step, all I'm focusing on is getting through that first thing. Yeah. But if there's too much in the second step, you're going to f- psych yourself out. You're going to worry about what's coming. Whereas if you only have a general idea, like you know it's there, but you haven't worked out the finer details until you're getting close to it, I yeah. think you do better 
to not sort of like fuck yourself up instead of going, I've got 10 things to do. It's like, I've got five things to do. Just got to do those five. And then when you get to like that fourth bit of that first step, you're like, I'm going to figure out another five things. Yeah, yeah. Instead of like, you know, the, the end goal is 20 steps away. It's like, no, nah, it's fuel to time. If, if, if it means there's 25 <laughs> steps to get to where you want to be, <laughs> so be it. But that foc- what I've always found is you psych yourself out if you focus too far ahead. Yeah, I agree and that's something that. I do. I get anxious about four days in front of me. It's like, man, what can you do? Yeah, like you can't make those things not happen. Yeah, but you can ruin what you have now by worrying about what might happen later. So, like when planning it, I find it's just it's like trying to find momentum in the thing you're doing as opposed to fucking yourself up with too much. Yeah. So, like, not not over planning, but yeah, over over overthinking, fucking, overthinking, yeah. Yeah, I heard a, I heard a conversation with my son the other day about overthinking and sometimes it, uh, getting too far ahead of yourself. And in the situation he's in, and this is to do with, you know, relationships and stuff, um, he just needs to just let it see where it's going. And, yeah. And that's, that's all there is to it, just let it roll. And I remember being his age and wanting the same. I want that, I want that, I want that, I want that. I'm going to do what it takes. It's like y- you can do whatever it takes, but the reality is there's 24 hours in the day, right? There's seven days in a week and it might take four weeks or six weeks or eight weeks. You can't control time. Yeah. If you can do it all within 48 hours, kudos to you, but it doesn't mean the rest of the world R- works Rome on that. Rome wasn't built in a day. No, you've got to roll with it, man. And that's, that's a really hard lesson to learn. But it's still proactive versus someone that just talks and never does. I, th- I think the other thing I, I learned this year, I'm working a fucking job where I work minimum 50 hours a week, is it's like don't put yourself in a position where you're dedicating too much time to something that doesn't matter to you. Yeah. And realistically, like having a job matters to me because I've got, you know, I've, I've got a life to support through that. But you give so much time to something and it's just like, well, this isn't what I value. This yeah. isn't what I love. This isn't driving me towards a greater goal. So, like, time, not time management, but time allocation. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, and, and we allocate, you know, uh, like, you know, if you work 10 hours a day, then it takes half an hour to get ready for work. It takes half an hour to get home from work. You're tired. you got to sleep eight hours. Yeah. You want to watch a TV show. All of a sudden, you got like fucking four minutes in a day. Yeah. And you're like, what am I going to do? Oh, I'll use these four minutes to be valuable. How can you masturbate in four so minutes? So it's like take every, everything you do in life, make sure that the time you've allocated to it is fair. Yeah. But also make sure it doesn't like impede on the shit that you want to do. Because yeah. that, that's one of the reasons I want to get out of my industry. It's like I'm giving 10 hours a day to a job that is not giving me 10 hours a day worth of money. Yeah. It's giving me 20 hours a day worth of headaches. And you, you know, what's that saying they say? You find something that you love and you'll work forever like you'll... I don't believe that. ...be happy. I can tell you, if I, if I could do the job that I wanted, I'd be happy to work 12 hours a day. And it wouldn't matter if it wasn't paying me 12 hours. But yeah. it, that's my passion. That's what I want to do. But I, but I also think that you, everything you do, no matter what it is, you could love it to death. Sometimes it will feel like work. And it's not a bad thing yeah, for it yeah, to feel yeah. like that sometimes. People go, you won't work a day in your life. So now you will... But it'll always be like, I'm having it like, you know, when you're having a shit time at work, you're like, fuck this. Like, what, what's this going to get me? More shit times. Yeah. But if you're having a shit time in something you love, you're like, you know what? It sucks now. But so there's always yeah. that positive spin on the future. Like, that's, that's the thing. It's yeah. not about 
oh, you'll never feel like you're working. It's like sometimes you'll feel like you're working, but that work will be worth it. Yeah. And like that's the whole thing. And it comes back to that time allocation. So you're going to plan better for next year? Ne- next year, I want to get out of the industry I'm in. Yeah. Even if it means taking a pay cut yeah. and work towards doing the things I want to do. Yeah. Um, what about comedy? And, and, and I, you just and, 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 and that's part of the goal. Yeah, cool. But I don't feel like where I'm at now, I have the ability to go and fucking fix like, into I, that. Yeah. Like I work night shifts most of the week. Yeah. Like shits all over the place. So getting out of a job where I have that, getting into a job with some more consistency, getting into an eight-hour-a-day job because I only get like <laughs> the pay I get, I get, I get paid to work eight hours a day, and then it just takes another fucking two. Yeah. Like, so get sort of setting myself up in that position, and and, and, so and breaking in is is a tough gig. Myself. Yeah. So like I want to focus on less work, more physical and mental health, and then pushing towards something I actually want to do. Yeah, I think it's awesome. So I think that's what next year's about. And that's why I want this running January start. To clear off the bullshit of like, this year's been, as I said, been fucking ups and downs and fucking all over the place. But I feel like if I just have a good month and clear all that shit off, start the year fresh, start the year going hard. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's you've had an interesting year. Definitely one of the more interesting years of my life. But it was like the, at the, the end of the year, probably not where I wanted to be. Oh, it's not far off. <sighs> you, you, I remember talking to you at the start of the year and there was things that you wanted to do with living location and, and that sort of stuff. Yeah. And you've done it. I definitely f- I feel like there was it took – it's like getting the ball rolling. Like I didn't realise it would take the amount of energy it took yeah. to get the ball rolling. So, so I, I naively looked at it and going, yeah, I can get there. But I feel like so I've made some some steps to position myself better and, and build that momentum. And next year, I just want to fucking knock it out of the park. So what's the Redhead's name? Do you remember? I, I was trying to think of that today and I really genuinely can't. It started with an A, I think. I think it started with an M. Fuck. Well, <laughs> we have to go back and check. Uh, yeah, we've got to, go, we've got to go back. I was sure it was Melanie. Melanie. I do like the name Melanie. Uh, you you named it, uh, but I, I might have been what I was feeling at the time. You don't want a Melanie now. Oh, I'm not saying I don't want a Melanie. I do like Melanie. Maybe it was Melanie. I thought it was Melanie. I don't know. Hmm. It was redhead. Definitely. What color but, but even that, like, like that idea of uh, like like fucking dating that. It's not not my focus. Yeah. Something I should do more. Like, you know, I don't have sex enough. Sex with me is like the, the experience equivalent of taking an Uber. <laughs> you're doing it because you're drunk. Only one person's getting where they need to go and a conversation's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you do get breath mints. Sometimes I give you a bottle of water. Yeah. And sometimes you sweat into her mouth. Yeah. You get that on the big jobs. I, I can honestly say that this year that... Sex has not been a priority for me whatsoever. Sex yeah. and relationships. It's been on the back burner for, for various reasons. Um, and I guess I miss that. I'm, I'm, yeah. And I miss the banter. I miss the uh, companionship. But I don't miss the drama. Yeah. And, and that I'm readily happy to put that aside. So I don't know. Right time. Right, you know, everything's timey. Right time, right place. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like if you're not like doing the best to be the best you, 
You're not going to attract the person that's best for you. Hundred percent, hundred percent agree. And you're going to you're going to pull yourself backwards. Yeah. You know, if you're just not where you need to be, the person you allow into your life, you'll only allow to like you're at this level. Yeah. You're like, okay, you can come in on this level, but if you're like fucking nailing it, and you get a chick that's not nailing it as good as you, I'm like, fuck that bitch. She's not welcome. She not welcome. Like, if you're if you're on like tier ten and she's on like tier seven, you're like, you don't. You're not on my level. So you and so you you got to be. You've got to be the best you to get the person who's best for you. I think you need to be the best you. I think you need to know you. Yeah. You need to know what, what's important to you and what you're willing to compromise. But I will tell you, one of the greatest feelings about falling in love is not that that all goes out the window, but is that gets not forgotten. So we talk about tiers, tier 10, tier 7, stuff like that, right? Yeah. Like when you meet someone that blows your mind... You forget all that. But it, uh, what I'm saying is like if you're having a life where you've got stress and head fucks and you feel like shit and, you bring, and you bring someone into your world that just is part of that. Toxic. Yeah. Like they're, they're stressy and head fucked. They're not, they're not benefiting you and you're not benefiting them because you're yeah. having that shit time. You're not going to fall in love with that. You're never going to fall in love with that and having that in your life is only going to make you stay where you are. It's not going to inspire you to move forward. Yeah, yeah. So you've got to be the best you. Yeah, you got to be you got to be fucking nailing it in yourself before you start nailing someone. Yeah, who's also nailing it. It's all about them nails. Where I am at to no, no, you're right because where I am at the moment, I am really enjoying looking around for other inspirational people. Yeah, not that I want to n- nail them down and be married to them or anything like that. Just that energy that they give off. Just floats my boat, man. I'm like, don't fuck you. Don't want to be having you. someone that's like, you're like, I'm gonna do a podcast, and they're like, yeah, but, you know, are people really responding to it? Like, someone with that like negative shit. You want someone to be like, fuck you. Know what? Ten podcasts. Like, you want someone that's like pushing you, and then they're doing something. They're like, I'm gonna write a book. It's like, nah, bitch, you're gonna write fucking twenty. Yeah. Like, you want to have that level of inspiration, but it's also someone that inspires you to think. Someone that inspires you to. Push your own mental limits Absolutely. and think about shit differently. Because like that's the one, the one greatest thing you can find in someone's conversation. Yeah, and and you know what? We post so many limitations on ourselves. We don't need someone else backing that up. Hundred percent. And, 100%. You, and need- you go, oh, I don't know, like podcasting. Oh, I don't know. I'm really unsure. And they go, yeah, no, you're wasting your time. Or if they go, like, you get someone in your life, you're like, I podcast, and they're like, I don't know much about that. How are they going to react? Are they going to go fucking teach me? Or are they going to be like, I don't know much about it? Yeah. Sounds like you're just trying to be Carl Sanderlands. Like, how, how, <laughs> if a woman said that to me, I'd punch her right in the uterus. Yeah. In the pancreas. I would punch <laughs> her pancreas inside out. I would, I would fucking uppercut her. Oh, it just but, it upsets me. And that, that goes beyond just relationships with, you know, women or if you're into the pain, men. Yeah. But just the people you put around you. Absolutely. And that's why I say it doesn't need to be sexual. It could be people that you meet or people that you have conversations with on social media or whatever it is. They can influence you and you know you just – there's a natural attraction in the life where yeah. you meet people that inspire you and, they make, and and hopefully you give back the same. And when you, when you guide yourself away from the toxicity of others that, that want to drag you down – and, or none that they want to drag not, you down. Not even if they're as, if they're a toxic person, but if they're just someone like you just 
they want to watch football and like eat cheese and you're like, well, <laughs> fucking, you're not driving and you're ha- like, they're just happy to sit it, you know. Yeah. It doesn't make them a bad person. It doesn't mean they're toxic, but it's just like, is that person going to make you, make you better? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, is there, you got to have that value. If you're sitting around eating cheese, watching football, so are they, like, fucking good on you, man. Like, you're doing all right. And and the commonality will find itself. Yes. So when we talk about people that don't want to know the answers, they're all hanging out together. And they're like, oh, yeah. Not knowing the answer. They're at the pub <laughs> at 10 o'clock on a Tuesday. Yeah. And they're like, um, oh, I read in the paper the other day. And then they, they quote John Laws and, and they watch Ray Hadley. News and yeah. Yeah. They fucking live in, live in an echo chamber of their own stupidity and more more interested in know who's coaching a rabbitos. Like it's they don't it's push not, the limits. I see it. They, they want to live in that bubble, and like sometimes you'll get pushed into their bubble just by not. Yeah. So you got to you got to realize what the people around you like. The, you got to realize where you exist. Yeah. You got to if you have a con like ne- was they say never be the smartest person in a room. Yeah. Or I'm if you're the smartest person in a room, you're in the wrong room. Yeah, and I think yeah, I think you're right, and I think there's another one too. That the smartest person in the room doesn't always think they're the smartest person in the room. And they don't talk about being the smartest person yeah. in the room. The person that talks about being the smartest person, they're not they're the smartest. Idiot. They're an idiot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you and got, it's you got to have those the right people in your life to push you in that direction. Yeah. And so 2020 is going to be a big year, man. I, f- I feel like it's a good year for it to be a new year, new decade, new fresh start. But I don't put too much sort of. I don't put too much. I don't know if levity is the right word, but levity. Leaning into into the idea of a year. Yeah, yeah. Because As I, in I think if you like, oh fucking, I've got this time period. It's like new nah. year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's a good jumping off point. I, I, and it's, it's a good it's a start. And, it, and it's a good amount of time to measure. Mm. Yeah, but, but I, I think the way you're doing it is is perfect. You're getting a run up. So when January one comes, yeah. you're in full flight. Well, my, hopefully by January 1, you're not even thinking about it anymore. you just got that habit. You're just in that zone. But, yeah, I don't – I like the idea of – like if it takes a year and a half, it takes a year and a half. It takes two years. But it's like about fucking finding a point and just starting to progress. Yeah. Plan it, write it, and away you go. Fucking work. Fuck yeah, man. It's the way to go. Any shout-outs? Um, Shout-out to my family. I won't be visiting <laughs> – have you told them about the podcast? Have they know about previous episodes of yours? Yeah. Have they listened? No, they don't know the internet. Okay. And they're, they're just probably not interested. It's not not their thing. It might surprise you, you know, sometimes. Yeah, I know my family pretty well. My son listened. My my middle brother, my would. middle brother might, but like he he's on a he's on a different wavelength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, shout out to fucking. I was hoping by saying that I'd think of someone, but I didn't. Yeah, I've got. I don't think I've got. I normally write something down. Yeah. My, my last shout out was to a. Um, you'd love this. You know, you're not going to, but I'm going to tell you about it. Uh, a friend of mine posted a picture of her son eating a capsicum cool. as a hand fruit. That was I'm coming favorite. around on capsicum, but very slowly. <sighs> like I, I'm at the point now. I'd dice it up and put it in like a dish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But if there's like a fucking raw ass chunk of capsicum in that dish, I'm not eating it. But if it's like, in a, I put it in a, I did a like slow cook for heaters. I put capsicum in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like slowly coming around on it. But like taking a bite out of a capsicum is like a bootable offense. No, I mean, that's a handful. Shout, shout out to anyone who's being a positive influence in someone else's life. Yeah. And if you're not, fucking do it. Fuck you, yeah, exactly. If you're not, reassess how you treat people. Reassess that like. What energy? Like I don't. I, I'm probably guilty of it. Sometimes you walk around miserable, and it's like you do it sometimes. Life check. But realize that you, the way you interact with people has an effect. And if you're in your friends' lives and your mates, like, man, I think I'm gonna go to uni, and you're like, nah, bro, keep fucking being a street sweeper. Yeah. You're a shithead. Yeah. Don't do that. Encourage, Encourage people. people. Yeah, absolutely. That's Be positive. That. Be different. Talk about different shit. Think outside your world. Look outside your window. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of the realm, man. Shake it yeah, off. Man. Look, look around. Every now and then, just look around. And if you see the same fucking people talking about the same fucking shit that you've been doing for 10 years, maybe go for a walk. What Read a book. Someone's been saying, I can't remember who it was now, get outside your comfort zone. Like really... Yeah. And and it's funny as I get older, I go, oh, I'm pretty comfortable, I'm getting comfortable, but I really know that's not my drive. I need that to shake it up, shake it up. Yeah, that's something I need to learn. I don't think I've done it enough in my life. Yeah, is stepping out there. But listen to Gary Moore. <laughs> uh, I haven't got go any other good tips. Shit. Go out by yourself. Dress up like a clown. Go for a swim in a cold river. Throw a rock at a bus. Steal a sandwich off a, off a pensioner. Yeah, they're not inspiring. <laughs> Fucking just go see some shit. Go what if you have if you only go to the movies, go see a play. Do you, if you only go see plays, go to the movies. Do you think that pensioners still make corned beef sandwiches? Ooh. I think they're the only people that buy corned beef. Oh, corned beef is 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 not good. Pickles. Oh yuck. Tell me not a pickle. I don't like I'm not a fan of pickles. Not a fan of like the pickled things. Ham. I'm so so. The, I'll tell you the thing I'm not not big at when it comes to all that pickling. I don't like vinegar. Uh, I don't okay. like salt and vinegar. I don't like pickles. I don't like Greek salads. What about what about though? A fresh couple of pieces of fresh bread. Mm. Couple of slices of fresh ham straight off yeah. the bone. Yeah. Thin. I don't like too thin. thick. Yeah, too thin. thick and it gets a bit gross in, in yeah, your texture. Yeah, it does. It gets, and it gets chewy. Yeah. Nice so and far thin. I'm in. So far I'm in. And a nice smothering of mustard pickles. Three threes mustard pickles. I've, I can't say I know what you're talking about. But I don't like pickles. I do like mustard. I'm very, right. I don't know what these three three mustard pickles are. I've got a cup. I'm going to Is it in very cupboard, mustardy? I'm going to give you a take Is it, it more home. mustard than pickle? With I'm ham. Not, I'm not even big on cucumber. Trust me, you'll love it. You'll love it. I, I'm going to give you my jar in the cupboard. See, I'm I'm a, I'm a man of classics. Yeah. Ham, cheese, tomato, toast. Oh, I'm down with that. I'm down and with that. I do like mustard. Mustard pickles, man. Three threes. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give I'm, you the jar. I'm, I'm, I'm extremely sceptical. My sister would be listening to this going, if you don't fucking try it, you're missing out. That's what she's been eating for the last three weeks. That does not sound healthy, but like I, I, I admire her dedication to the product. This time of year, if I said to my sister, Christy. What are they? It's just, a, it's, I'll show you. I'll show you. No, but describe it. 
It's pickles. It's pickles. I'm not big on pickles. Like, but pick, not dill pickles. Like they're sliced I, up. I don't and know, then, yeah, I know. I my, I, my father's idea of a salad is like pickled onions. Yeah. Pickled pickles. Yeah. Olives that have been pickled. Maybe some pickled radish. Like he'll just put a whole bunch of pickled stuff in and be like, I'm eating a salad. I'm, you're not. Yeah. Sorry, Dad, but that's not how salads work. On, on Boxing Day, when the Boxing Day test starts, I've set up before the day. I've got cheese, cabanossi, pickled onions, mm. little pickles, little dill pickles. So I'll tell you something fucking fancy that I've had and I can't remember the exact name of it, but it was a wine, but it was a Prosecco. No, some, no it was a cheese, but it was a Prosecco cheese. Fuck. And I'll tell you what. I felt fancy eating it and it was fantabulous. You like cheese, eh? I'm a cheese man. Yeah. I'm not big on like coon cheese or bega cheese. Yeah. Shredded cheese can fuck off as well. Yeah. See, the problem with shredded cheese is it's got an agent on it that stops it from doing something like smushing together. Yeah. It never melts correctly and it yeah. always tastes a bit powdery. But I do like a nice cheese. I do like cream cheese. I like cheesecake. <sighs> a lemon cheesecake. I told you my ex-girlfriend, partner, used to make the best fucking cheesecake. Ring around. Yeah. That's a pretty good asset to have, huh? Someone who can make a bomb cheesecake? Yeah. What about pavlova? Do you eat pavlova at Christmas time? Ubriaco al Prosecco. Do I eat... Pavlova. I don't like pavlova. Fuck off. I know, right? You're Australian. I don't like pavlova. I don't like the fruits in it, like the way they're put together. I don't like the outside bit. Like, I don't like it. I don't like fruitcake either. What? You know, like Christmas cake? Fuck yeah. I do not like it. I love fruitcake. I, 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 find, I find the taste offensive. I find some that I don't <laughs> like, but I like a dense one where one slice or half a slice and it's dense and the fruit's cooked properly and it's got cherries in it. I've got to love it, have cherries in it. I just... And I it bite makes it. my mouth sad. And I go, wow, that's I'm a, I'm a real special. gluttonous dessert guy. Give me like a chocolate lava cake. Yeah. Give me like cheesecake. I don't like Christmas cake. Pavl- I haven't had pavlova in ages, but I never, I, like I don't like the way the fruit's done in it. I don't know what it is about <laughs> the way they do the fruit. But it's just like, just give me, I, I just love give the, me fruit. the fruit. You know, give me the fruit. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. give me f- that in a fruit salad. And fuck off the, the outside. It's made of sugar or fucking Meringue. rock or something. Meringue. It's an egg white. Yeah. But, but just give me, just get those fruits. Don't put, don't fucking put whatever. Like sometimes there's like a jelly bit in it. Uh, a gelatinous sort of fruit holdy to get. Just fucking give me the fruit in a fruit salad. I like meringue, but I don't like the house. cream. Back the fuck off with the cream. You don't like cream? I don't know, man. Like I just stay not away from that shit. But you know, when you talk about things like that, I don't dig trifle. You're not a trifle man? <laughs> what is it? Cake? Is it fucking cream? Is I've it custard? Had, never had a trifle. Nah, no one's not. ever offered me one. I got a friend. I who, do like custard. I got a friend who makes one. I would drink custard from the carton in this big bowl, yeah. and you can see it, and it's constructed with like it looks fucking amazing. Christmas desserts are always trying really hard, but not in a modern sense. They're trying really hard, like it's nineteen twenty. Like really, what's going on? We got ham. The leg of lamb, not dissing leg of lamb. The crackling, we've got fucking trifle. It's like your, your grandfather got three extra shillings and now he's fucking <laughs> showering the family and all these 
fucking non-poverty based like. food. But, but that's what we still eat at Christmas. Yeah. Like when does anyone buy a leg of fucking uh, of ham at any other point in the year? When do we eat these Christmas cakes? That, like the, the, the way you make Christmas cake is wrong. Like you boil the fruit or whatever and then you leave it out, out for like three months. Yeah. Like it's all these... It, it'd make like a little fucking paper boy in a, in a cap. A flat cap. Excited in 19... Ah, we've got all the trimmings. It's like, can we just fucking have Christmas pizza? Yeah, okay. So that's what we need to do. We need to come up with... I think the food needs to be reassessed. We need to come up with... And this is what we're going to talk about in the future. An ultimate Christmas menu. Australia-wise. Because we have a hot one. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a hot Christmas. It's See, not... Because usually it was, we have cold... Like, like all the meats are served cold. Yeah. Mainly. Yeah. But I reckon, I reckon Christmas needs a reassessing. I don't like... This is the part spring I don't like rolls. about Christmas. Christmas spring rolls. Where the price of seafood just triples with but at, three days that, in. That, that is the sort of Australian addition to the Christmas thing is everyone wants their prawns. Everyone wants... I don't know if it's much, as much fish, but it's like prawns and oysters and mussels and uh, lobsters and... Crab. Crab. Like th- things like not not so much fish, but crustaceans. I'm not, you know what? I like prawns are nice, but they're not that flavoursome. Yeah. Yeah, you it's, can get different what variations. You, it's, but it's what you do to the prawn. Cocktail sauce, man. <laughs> All day, every day. See, and that's what I mean about it. Like it's being old school. Like that's some seventies Tupperware shit. Fuck yeah. Nah. Prawn cocktail, man. Nah, mate. Fucking yeah. prawn. <laughs> Just that weird pink sauce. And everyone's like, what the fuck is that? What is it? What's in it? Do you know? No. Does anyone? Yeah. What's in prawn cocktail sauce? I make it all the time. I'm going to blow your mind when I tell you. It's going to be like, I'm going to go tomato sauce. Yep. Mayonnaise. Bingo. One more. Lemon. Oh, you can put a bit of lemon, but you use fresh lemon. Tomato sauce, mayonnaise. I'd say some S&P is the thing for me, but... No. Uh, is it a sauce? Yeah. One other sauce. Mm-hmm. Trying to think of another sauce. Because it can't be barbecue. Yep. Mustard. Mm. What's hot sauce? Chili sauce. What's the the one in the... Tabasco? Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's all it is. Fuck, that's not special. <laughs> it is when you make it. <laughs> when you make it yourself, uh, you put tomato in, you put mayonnaise, you start mixing it. More tomato, more mayonnaise. So I is, need is some more. Tomato and tomato sauce and mayonnaise is the basis of every special sauce ever served as well. Like if you're making special sauce, you put. So I reckon. Here's what I reckon. I'm gonna love this mayonnaise. Yeah. Barbecue sauce. And a, and like a peri peri sauce. That. And then you eat that. What would that come in? It'd be like a brownie, Actually, no, light I'll tell, brown I'll texture. tell you what I'll plug. I'll tell you what I'll plug that I've gotten onto. It's Kewpie Sriracha. Oh, okay. Kewpie's a Japanese mayo. Yeah. Sriracha is... Yeah. Sriracha. And they sell one that's a mix and it's like, I put that shit on pizza. It's not too hot? No, mate. It fucking... Next time I say something, I'll buy some. Like it just... Kewpie mayo mixed with Sriracha. You're in heaven. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of Thousand Island. All the all the seafood sauce, love it. 
Love it. And I can eat prawns literally yeah. till my head caved in. How about, how about uh, uh, mint peas? Yeah, I don't mind. I like mint on anything. Jellied ham. Yeah, I don't get that jellied bit. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of horrible 70s dishes, like the ham yeah. with the bits of fucking like maraschino cherry on it or whatever. I'll tell you the best summer dish. Capers. Best summer dish in Australia, and it's not from Australia. It's actually, well, actually, it's from Jamie Oliver, so I don't know where he pinches it from. Yeah. But it's pineapple, right? And you mm. cut pineapple up into small slices. Mm-hmm. So cut the top, the bottom, cut it in the quarters, cut the core out, and then slice it up, put it on a tray, and then get mint leaves in a mortar and pestle with caster sugar and just pour that in and crush the mint leaves into the caster sugar. So what you get is a, a pestle full of um, – was that the mortar? No, it's a pestle um, – full of this mixture, which is like a, a crystallised green sugar is what it looks like. Sprinkle that over the pineapple, sit it at room temperature. Don't put it in the fridge, just sit it at room temperature and then just pick up a slice with the <laughs> – it's fucking to die for. I have to take your word on that one. 100%. And I picked it. He calls it, what's one of his words he says? Not jubbly, lovely, jubbly, no, it's Some pucker. Pucker pineapple he calls it. Okay. And I don't know where he got it from, but fuck, I've been living off that. And it's just a simple thing. The sugar part, as long as you don't overdo it, and of course you sprinkle it over the top, but it gives you the freshness of the pineapple. The pineapple's not too cold because it's room temperature, so it... And, it, and it's like the flavour of the pineapple comes to life, but with this mint sugar on top, it's fucking awesome. I'll have to give it a try. I'll have to make some next time. All right, we're going to wrap it. Two and a half. Sounds good. It's good to have you back, dude. It's good to be back. And uh, we'll have to talk about getting you back more often. For sure. And uh, what's coming up. So 2020 ahead. Yep. Um. Christmas is around the corner. It's going to be a subdued one. We've put shit on Christmas. Santa, we gave Santa up. He's a prick. Uh, he's fake. And just like Jesus. Anyone know that one? Jesus, fake. I think that's it. We're out. Sounds good. Until next time. Good to see you, my man. Yeah, man.